I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. In this modern culture, there's nowhere to go. If yeah. you don't want to, there will always be something. Yeah. Right? yeah. So, so your only other option is to say nothing ever. So yeah. I guess it's, I mean, I've been bullied by the right. Yeah. Yeah. And during the Bush year and stuff. Uh, but that was new. That yeah. reaction from, but I'll take it actually. I will take bull, bullying or whatever you want to call it from the left because it's in the service of a great, the greater mm -hmm. good. Whereas if it comes from the right, it is in service of nothing but pure id. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. I'm diking out, you're diking out. Let's dike out together. See what it's all about. Diking out, diking out, diking out, diking out. Hi, and welcome to Diking Out, a podcast that knows the real truth about cats and dogs is that they're better companions than humans. I'm Carolyn Bergier. I'm Sarah York. And today we're diking out with the one and only Janine Garofalo about asexuality. Uh, for those of you who aren't familiar with Janine's work, which I'm guessing might be some of our international listeners only, you can Google her uh, because there's yeah. too many credits to list. Uh, but she is a Generation X icon, according yes. to Wikipedia. Absolutely. Which is, uh, I'm not even Generation X, actually. I was, uh, I'm the talent of the baby. Baby boom. 
But, but you're an icon to that right. generation. I played a 21-year-old, but I was 29. Ah. The rest of the cast was 21. See, these behind-the-scenes secrets. Right. That's but what Wikipedia, I live for. you can bank. Yeah. It's going to get it wrong. <laughs> yeah, right? absolutely. So. They actually had the, the year of your last comedy special wrong. I'm sure they did. But then again, I'm, I'm so under the radar with that. And also my, my specials tend to be uh, released very, you know, I have no social media platforms or yeah. anything. And I also don't feel the need to create content. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I like, a dream. I like doing uh, stand-up. What's that like? Yeah. Well, because I, I do stand-up so yeah, much, I yeah. feel like I'm, uh, you know, and that's the beauty of New York and the outer boroughs. You can do stand-up once you're plugged in. Yeah. Uh, seven nights a week, if that's your wish. Yeah. Yes. And uh, and it is my wish, basically, if I can to do that. So I feel like that's, I, I don't have this, as much of a, an egomaniac, I guess, that I am, because I get on stage, it is tamped down with a, I don't need to... Mm-hmm. Uh, people either see it or they don't see it. I don't need to tweet anything. I don't need to do any of that stuff. That's um, great. Uh, it isn't actually noble. It's a, I think it's born out of my age and anxiety. Oh, uh, okay. You know yeah. what I mean? Like they, that's a full time job. It is. Yeah. That's a good of reason as any. Absolutely. To not be on social media. Yeah. Yeah. I I wish that there was a point because you got your name out there and uh, rose up in your career before social media was a thing. But it's like now you have to, like they ask you in your meetings how many followers you right. have. Which I have none. What There's a, a nightmare. me tweeting, but I don't, I don't know why. I saw it, yeah. Uh, yeah. And that, that's really upsetting. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, there's nothing you can do about it. And, yeah. Uh, but I I don't have any t- Twitter followers. And I think it's a, it's become a myth that that you, how many do you need? It's another mm-hmm. paradigm that's created yeah. that may or may not hold true because I think there's wisdom to staying unseen yeah. in a certain way. You can, the more you put yourself out there, the more you give people a chance to dislike you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think, and I prefer to be well-liked. I say that, I should have a, uh, just a button that says that, but I, I don't know how else to put it. It it bothers me when people don't like me. I yeah. don't, and I, I don't, I don't, it hurts me terribly. You don't want to get notifications that says this person yeah, hates you right yeah. now. So that's why Constant I, I notification. stay, I know, oh, Twitter, I, I need to just mainline criticism. Right. Like yeah. that's what it is. And, and I don't, I don't. Like I, I, I'm willing to forego the opioid hits, yeah. you know, of, of something good. Right. Yeah. So, but also, I was raised without it, so sure. it's quite natural not to to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you will sacrifice as a stand up on the road. Uh, see, I'm willing to go smaller venues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's that's it's just the it's a quality of life issue. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think if I was younger, I'd be able to to manage it. If that makes. You know. Yeah. Well, you won't even now that like. We know from trying to, you know, from pitch from the being in the beginning phases of pitching this show is that like the main one of the main qu- things is what's your fo- what's what sort of following do you have? And they're asking for a quantity of mm-hmm. social media followers. But so also, like, how do you get one? It's chicken or the egg. So yeah, exactly. You, it, 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 <laughs> right. How do you get one without? Exactly, it's hard. Yeah. Well, and, and then the crazy thing that I think is just it's all a big sham is that on Twitter right now it's just a lot of these right wing Trump mega accounts. Mm-hmm. That all you have to do is tweet just regular support with hashtag MAGA, and then you have like 280,000 followers, and it's yeah. just all these bots following right. each other, amassing mm-hmm. these big numbers. And it's not authentic. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's, yeah, and, it's and, not. And, and, and even if there was real eyes doing it, uh, they're not, it's, it's like verbal dust. It's yeah. going and goes too much in the same way that um, a, a long time ago there was a court case against Fox News uh, for. Being dishonest, they actually won the right in court to lie years and years ago. It involved a Monsanto case, but mm-hmm. then there's been other people who've tried to bring cases against Fox News for slander, I guess. And in in court, uh, I guess Fox News reaches 
something like 14 million viewers or whatever. But that's not the case. It's that's how many homes the package of cable goes to. Oh, wow. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. That's not how many people actually yeah. tune in. Watch yeah. it. And the, and the judge dismissed that. You're not allowed to say, like, I guess that, that was one victory, I guess, that they can't claim uh, that that many people okay. support what they're saying. It, yeah. It, it, what they were lying about was, that's just how many homes mm-hmm. technically Fox News is available. Ugh, and wow. plus, you know, half the ones that are tuned in, you know, are people over the age of 85 just asleep in the recliners. It's all falling asleep to Criminal Minds. Yeah. 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 Criminal Minds franchise. <laughs> and then something else came on. Uh, a, a few quick announcements. Uh, I'm on a bunch of Queer, queer comedy shows uh, seems to be my brand lately. And, (laughs) um, well, if you're listening to this, I think when this comes out is going to be our show at Stonewall, so it's too late Mm -hmm. if you (laughs) are listening. Uh, But you can come to our next show at Stonewall on March 25th. And that's where we're going to have um, Vicky Martinez and Emily Tarver uh, as our musical guest. And um, Vicky played Daddy on the latest season of Orange is the New Black. So if you were into that and into Daddies, uh, go <laughs> go to Stonewall on March 25th. And even if you're not, yeah. just go something yeah. Stonewall. It's yeah. historical. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and of course, we're going to have a great lineup of stand up comedians. Uh, we're also giving away tickets to uh, Jill Sobiel's show at City Vineyard on March 20th. So if you want to go to that, check out our social media and that's where we'll be posting in some fashion, some way for somebody to win two tickets to that. And then uh, March 8th, I'm on Queer Tiger Beat at the Duplex and uh, February 27th. That's this Wednesday. I'm on Fruit Basket Comedy at $3 Bill. Um, I like it. Right? The, the names get real creative yeah. when you're a queer comedian. Uh, I'm also on like non queer shows, and you can find that on my website, but you know, this but is But they're the not as creatively named. Yeah, yeah the no. names aren't as fun. Uh, <laughs> but this show at $3 Bill, uh, Dita Ritz from Drag Race is going to be performing there, and Deep Eddie Vodka is giving away free drinks. And then there's also a raffle supporting queer immigrants. Um, and that's not a scam that I set up <laughs> for my wife. My wife's a queer immigrant. Uh, <laughs> It's for other immigrants who are also queer. <laughs> okay, those are our announcements. Uh, news tonight's the Oscars. It is. It is. I, you know, I had a, the Spirit Awards were on IFC yeah. last night. And I thought, yeah. And which, which, which galls me about. I'm not going to watch the Oscars. A, a, because I, I, I don't. Because it's like four hours. Long. I don't really care, and yeah. B, I feel left out. But yeah. uh, in some weird way. But I, but I honestly, I truly, I don't really care about it. But this, what galls me about the Spirit Awards is they claim to be independent. It's the same actors you will see tonight, yeah. wearing jeans. Yeah, it is. And, I, I, it's just, and, I, and that bothers me that they still yeah. maintain that there's some. That there's some like indie cool yeah. thing to it. Yeah, I'm like, it's the same people. Like it's not like Glenn Close is there. Like it's which not, is fine. It's she's great. Yeah. She's amazing. I but begrudge like, her nothing. But, but it, that's not admit like to a, what it, what it is. Yeah. It has now yeah. become uh, as much of a big business as now. Yes, there are um, very low budget films going on all the time. There is yeah. DIY films going on all the time. None of which you will see on IFC or at the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> you know they, they will be festivaling or yeah. you know they'll wind up somewhere, but. Uh, and I don't begrudge any of these people their awards, but I I do feel it's it's strange to um, be re- you're already rewarded mm-hmm. for for that they get to do the work they want to do, and uh, I just and also why the amount of money spent on it, the amount of money spent on a suit or on mm-hmm. on on a, on a dress is more than the average citizen makes in a year. You know, ninety percent 
of the world's population in the aggregate mm-hmm. makes like less than $5 a day. This is in the you know, Yeah, talking, yeah. And so it seems as tone deaf as a Sex in the City episode, which yeah. to me is one of the more tone deaf things I've ever. Oh my god! Then now, yeah, agree. You know, whatever, it's, yeah, agree. Pays no, no, uh, ne- never sort of says, "Boy, we complain a lot for people who have everything." Yeah, <laughs> and we never work. We never work. Right, we complain right. about how busy we are. But yeah, we, we never seem to work. And yeah. Right. It's just I found that to be uh, tone deaf. Mm-hmm. In its own way, and, and um, I guess you could say that show's likable, but I never felt it deserved the accolades it's got. I, it's, to me, it's no. a, a, a again like a verbal dust show. It's not. It's not awful to watch it, but it's a, it's a. I was never able to watch yeah. that much of it, and I remember once I tried, and it was some episode where like a dog peed on her Milano Blahnik. Shoes, oh, which I didn't know what those were. Oh, that was like. Aiden's dog. That was, oh, yeah, that okay. was Aiden's dog, her boyfriend Aiden, played by John Corbett uh, from Northern Exposure. And um, she, she falls apart, and I'm like, yes. I have zero empathy. But it was the whole thing. It, like, it created this whole like buying shoes is your personality thing. Right. And it's like, that's that's not cute. It's a, it's it's, a, a type of thing that appeals to uh, a certain yeah. uh, a certain person and emboldens that. And I'm not saying that's... Because it certainly is not the worst show in the world. Yeah. But it's... it's a. I never thought it was HBO worthy, you know right, what I mean, yeah. from the beginning, that pilot should have been on ABC, NBC, I CBS. wonder now if it were to be pitched now at the same way it is if HBO would have picked Absolutely it up. Absolutely not. Now well, we have they, prestige they television. They do it, but it know. would be more diverse, and yes, there'd be would more nudity be. and more sex and more, more, and more of everything. Everything, yeah. And Miranda would be a lesbian. Uh, Which she clearly absolutely well, somebody be. would, yeah. 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 And, and, <laughs> but but the, it's not for a diverse audience. It's not no, for a discerning audience. It's a show written audience. by gay men for gay men, and but, right? And, and, and a certain women. type yeah. of gay. Men. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, and 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 none of these are criticism, is what I'm saying. It's just that it's I don't I don't like when things like that are are given credit. I don't think that they mm-hmm. they deserve as groundbreaking or uh, paradigm shifting any of those things. It's it's a perfectly fine show that. Seems to me like an ABC sitcom. Mm-hmm. sitcom. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm compelled sort of to watch shows that I'm of two minds about. Like, I'm, that's why I know so much about it. I never liked it, and yet was I'm compelled to watch things I dislike sometimes, like uh, HGTV. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like House Hunters. Oh, man, my mom loves that's that. That's how I feel about uh, Game of Thrones. I hate <sighs> it. I couldn't really get into it, but I... I don't blame you. It's horrible. I, I, it's All right. It's not as... It's, <laughs> but I, I actually... <laughs> was grabbed by the White Walkers. Uh, yeah, that was a, a new take on the on the well worn genre of zombies that I felt yeah. was effective and good. I like Peter Dinklage, and yeah, I, yes. and I'm assuming it's a retelling of you know I think sort of like British, the Plantagenets, the Tudors, the War of the mm-hmm. Will, all of that. I, I I prefer to watch the British version of it. Yeah, yeah. the real history. But I I don't mind it. But I felt there was a little too 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 much violence and and. And new, you know, stuff like yeah. that, that's gratuitous. I like yeah. it a lot. Like the White Walkers seem to be this sort of parallel for like climate change because they're mm-hmm. the they're mm-hmm. the threat to everyone right. that no one is paying attention to because they're all worried about their own selfish uh, interests right I now. I like that. See, and then when broader... the dragon became one, not only yeah. was I heartbroken, but I, I was like, that is clever. Yeah, that's very very clever. Totally and interesting to me. Everybody's doing a great job on it. It just I I I didn't didn't get as into it as mm-hmm. as. Uh, I think others do, but I do understand why they like it. Yeah. Good. Thank you. I don't. But yeah, this is <laughs> it's a polarizing issue with yes, us. It is. I it's, love it. It's a yeah. subplot on this podcast is me trying to understand why people are so into Game of Thrones because I think the stakes are so low. Uh, because there's too many characters, so you can't care when they die. Oh, right? Yeah. They're well, all expendable. 
I, well, like I said, I've only seen a handful of episodes, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and, and not, it never really grabbed me. But it's as polarizing as when I, I've never seen Breaking Bad, and not oh, for any fine. reason. Not for any reason. Yeah. I just have yeah. never seen Breaking Bad. There's too Bad. much television. Yeah, there, there is. is too much. That's the thing. There there's just too much. Too much. Like if I had to criticize TV, I would. It, TV's great, but like there's too many shows. Right. So you have to pick and choose, and you can't be beholden to. You, you have to watch. You have. To, yeah, I, that's I the quickest way I to get can't. me not to watch a show is when yeah. someone insists that I watch it. Right. And there's so many other things I'd rather. I'd rather watch if I'm going, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's um, and it's not for any reason. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that I haven't seen it because I don't want people to think, it's like when people say, I think the Beatles are overrated. Yeah. You're just taking a position. Yeah. You know yeah I, mean? exactly. I don't want people to think that's what I'm saying when I say right. I haven't seen Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's too much good TV to be watching the the Oscars. And now now it doesn't even have a host. And going back to the point about the dresses, though, I always feel bad for the people who are there for like, Best short film. I'm like, they didn't have money for that drive. Right. Like, well, not even that. It shouldn't be criticized. That's a, I. I always uh, disliked when E uh, mm-hmm. or whoever the, the red, red did, You know what? Stuff. It's not up to you. Say mm-hmm. nothing. Stop writing on the parade. It's it, say nothing. Yeah. Stop saying who you're wearing. And then yeah. if you're going to do that, don't sit around and have a roundtable discussion on another show and like rip it and apart. rip it apart. Yeah. It's, yeah. Because also, it, it's just it's mean spirited. It doesn't it behooves no. It lowers all boats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Societally, it's, and they're not saying that about men. I mean, granted, most of the men are just wearing a tuxedo. Right. But yeah. like they will rip. I'm sure they'll be willing yeah. to rip all comers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, a, it, but it just tends that men men are, are in a little different of a category. There yeah. are More limitations. Yeah. Of what they're going to wear. Because they generally can just get away, I and mean, if it's wearing a black and white tuxedo yeah, or whatever, or a suit of some kind. Yeah, yeah, it does. It feels to be a very like anti-woman sort of thing, and then you get these like women on E or or whatever networks mm-hmm. that are just like picking apart this. Like, just well, there was a thing Joan Rivers really took off with that, which I really mm-hmm. d- disliked, and I I know that she has passed. I have no reason to be disrespectful, but when she was alive. When she really took that to a new level of yeah. She sort of invented cruel, that cruelly, for, yeah, 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 ripping apart people's weight and what they look like and the dresses and it's. I always feel like, how dare you and yeah. why why yeah. why there's no reason to do it and to to what end is what do you think you're you're making a difference in their life they're going to say hey I really heard what Joan Rivers said about <laughs> how fat I looked in that or that yeah I and it took my life in a really color. positive and direction I'm going to I'm going to change you know <laughs> right it just a ruins their night if they were yeah <laughs> and it's just it, and also those that sit around in those roundtable discussions none of them uh, would be uh, something I would want to look like they don't right. seem to none of them are to my taste yeah. You know yeah. I mean, like they, yeah. they, they've got a lot of balls, if yeah. you will. If yeah. you will, will you? Uh, to, to say those things. I was on um, John Fugelsang's SiriusXM show um, on Friday, and they mm-hmm. were talking about the Oscars, and I realized how little I've been paying attention. And they kept asking me, like, so who do you think? I'm like... <gasps> Yeah, well, it's kind of like, on my phone. I'm like, I hope Black Panther wins. I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't know anything about it, but I know. I do know that I feel a little peaked and feverish, so I must have Oscar fever. Yeah. So I'm feeling a little nauseous. So I, I'm. I'm assuming I have a touch of yeah. Oscar fever. Don't we all? I blew that joke by saying feverish. 
before I said Oscar favorite. Doesn't work. Can I we, thought it landed. If you go back, you, see, you can't use the see, word we'll, twice. See, we'll edit that out. Yeah. If you want to deconstruct it. Yeah, yeah edit the uh, issue out. You, would say, you can't say the word twice. It loses the impact. But I don't know who's up for anything. And that is not me also. I, I take no pride in telling you that. Right. It's not I like a hipster thing. Like, I just oh, don't I don't know who Ariana Grande is. But, like, you know, it's... It, I definitely yeah. know who Ariana Grande is. Yeah, totally. Right. But but I don't know her music. And mm-hmm. I, I know she was involved in, in an explosion, and I believe in Manchester. If you was a yes, yeah, she was. And yeah. I, but I do, in Rolling Stone magazine, I remember reading an article about Pete Davidson, who quantified his relationship with Ariana Grande as lit. And then I had never heard the word before, and I thought this must be good among young people. <laughs> he said it's so lit, and then I thought I, that that's funny. <laughs> that's how you describe. Yeah, they, they were getting engaged, and I was like, and also. I don't, they're going to break up yeah. when, when they, you know, they're going to get disengaged when they would have broken up anyway. Right. Yeah. They just put all this pressure on themselves yeah. uh, as young people uh, in the first blush of a relationship. But lit, that, and then I was like, oh, people must be saying that now. They sure are. So that's what I learned from Rolling Stone from, from, that, from that article, <laughs> lit. <laughs> I don't even know if the I kids mean, are if you're still not on saying Twitter, it. I don't yeah. know, that was a while ago. I will never forget that every time I see Pete Davidson, which is too often, I will know that he taught you the word lit. Well, he yeah. did. Uh, yeah, by reading an article about it, it's so lit, is what he said. <laughs> yeah. So I presume them to be very much in love. Mm-hmm. And Ariana Grande, I, I, I recognize as a very cute, she wears like the, the bat ear or yeah. the thing. The, the cat ears. The she, cat yeah, ears yeah. or whatever is really, very, yeah. very cute. Um, yeah. I don't know her, her music. I'm, sh- I'm guessing it's over-sexualized. It's, it's pretty sexualized. She yeah, hits high notes pretty well. Yeah, yeah. She has I don't an know impressive anything range. I know, yeah, I don't know anything else about her, mm-hmm. honestly. She's kind of she, like. She appears to be tiny. She's, she's tiny. I believe she's tiny. Yes. Yeah. She's a little bit of like that generation's Mariah Carey, I would say. Just yeah. in terms of like style of music, range, mm-hmm. talent. Yeah. Um, oh, I think Mariah Carey is personalities more iconic, but yeah. Wildly different. Yeah. Well, well, give her a chance. Yeah. She's yeah. young, Ariana. Give <laughs> her a chance to be as iconic. I know. I feel like she's been 21 forever. I don't know mm-hmm. how old Ariana she looks Grande quite is. Young. That's what, yeah. why, why the I pers- help. The, the sexuality of it in some pictures I've seen makes me uncomfortable because she, to me, she looks like a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and she is very, very young, but she even, because of her petiteness, uh, her look, she looks quite childlike to me. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I always get uncomfortable with over-sexuality anyway. In, yeah, in, right, in, same. In performers, but when they look like children, it, mm-hmm. it really bothers me. Yeah, definitely. Well, and that's the thing that always weirds me out, too, on, on TV and in movies. Uh, you mentioned playing a character that's so much younger than you. When you have people who are... 25, 26, 27 playing teenagers in most things. That's unusual now, though. Actually, that, that, because that, youth is so prized. It, it, it used to be more normal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going back many years. It was unusual that I, at 29, was allowed to do that. And that was just a, 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 thanks to the support of Ben and Winona. The studio mm-hmm. did not want, I think they wanted uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, who was 21, to do that. Um, but... Uh, I luckily I got to read with Winona also, and uh, we tend we got along real well. Yeah, is mm-hmm. really what it was. I'm not saying she didn't get along with her. It just and then Ben ha- and I had been friends. I think he it, it, they went to bat for me, but it wasn't the choice. But now youth. I mean, when you there, it's it's so unusual to have. I, I'm 54 now. It is unusual to really have a 54 year old play a 54 year old. They don't want to see it really. They they. So, so they will hire younger in mainstream. I'm talking yeah. mainstream, not in independent stuff. Yeah. In mainstream, they really don't want a 
grandmother looking grandmother. I mean, you can have your Betty White, right? Right. Yeah. You, that's 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 allowed. And then of course you're going to make her say uh, terribly inappropriate things. Right. That's, that's the gag, <laughs> that right? The formula, Cloris yeah. Leachman, Cloris Leachman. Yeah, yeah, totally. Trot them out and have them spew Elaine Stritch, obscenities. Elaine Stritch, yeah, back when, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's that. And then you can have your Jane, C, Jane Seymour-looking mm-hmm. people. You know what I mean? But yes. They, they ha- and Mary Steenberg, you have to be, be good-looking to, to do it, right? right. To, to be the daughter of Betty White. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you're Betty White's daughter. You're like, you're Jennifer Lawrence's mom. Uh, yeah, yeah. But you, it's, it's, it, they are very loath in mainstream, mainstream yeah. to really cast. And they really prize young, younger. Now, when they do hire older, it's about sag after rules and hours you can work. Yeah. Uh, that's, you know, you can't have mm-hmm. somebody younger than 18 work as many hours as you want them to work. Yeah. On a production. But, uh, like, but sometimes I'll see. I do read a lot of magazines. I have to admit, I sit on a lot of planes. I try and read books too, but when my plane's delayed, I get dumb, dumb magazines. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry for that. But I'll see pictures of like the new fall season, like Quantico or something with FBI or police or medical, and they are clearly in their early 20s. There is no yeah. way that this person could have achieved educationally. Yes. Or whatever. Yeah. And, yes. and that tells me it's not a serious show. Yeah, they're show. like CIA agents, right. but they're 20. Yeah. But it tells yeah. me it's not a serious show. It tells <laughs> yeah. me it's not. not uh, like the Pete, procedurals it's, it's that not my a, it's parents not a sh- watch. If they don't care about me, right? <laughs> right. If they don't care yeah. about me, the viewer, believing what they're saying, then then I don't care about it, right? But yeah. it's, that's what the nature of mainstream TV is now. I'm talking about the main networks. They're yeah. still dinosaurs. Yeah. They refuse to give up the ghost. Uh, the talent has gone elsewhere besides the main networks. And at the main networks now, it's medical procedurals, of course, and crime shows. Or, but everybody's young and good-looking. For the most part, you can have one token older person who's the head of the team, mm-hmm. the crime team, or the head, crusty head nurse, whatever. <laughs> but everybody else is far too young to be doing the job that they're yeah, doing. Yeah. And far too ridiculously good-looking and well-dressed for the amount of money they make, whatever it is. But that's the paradigm there. It's because they're, they're making sausage. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And also everybody working there... Uh, the writers and stuff, producers, layers and layers of bureaucracy have kids in private school and uh, mortgages. Mm-hmm. And so, so what you're seeing is sausage being made. They say that you're not supposed to see. Don't look at this. But that's what that is. And it's, yeah. it's a machine. It's a business. How long do you think that can go on? Well, it's I mean, been going on for years. I yeah. Mean, you, but as they, far as when, when you lost, have the viewer base aging well, like they, of these kind of shows. They have lost um, the majority uh-huh. of, of the base. And, that, and that's why they've gone elsewhere and it's been proven time and time again an audience will watch a good show yeah they really will yeah and the nielsen's don't work anymore and all of that and it's actually considered a hit on mainstream networks now to have a viewership you would have gotten canceled for oh totally years ago yeah you know yeah I mean? but the thing is is if the dinosaurs were to admit they're wrong do you know how many people have to lose their job yeah the layers of bureaucracy that exist still at the mainstream networks and at and studios in some way None of those people are giving up that parking space. Yeah. yeah. They know that it's flawed, but it's the reason you keep getting the same type of show over and over with the same formula in place. And they just think you're better looking people. That's what, you know yeah. what I mean? Make it look cool, whatever it is. But they And they do very well overseas, a lot of these shows. I think that's why the oh, franchises okay. of Law & Order and Criminal Minds, all of that, do very, very well in other countries. They do very well in my parents' house, and that's in, for and, sure. Uh, in older yeah. people, or <laughs> even in my own sibling's house, because uh, they're tired after work. They, they don't want to think of it. They turn it on as yeah. background. It's background. Yeah. Now, I can think of a lot better backgrounds to put on, but 
such is their choice. Yeah. They're not really watching it anyway. And it's there's a familiarness. I think there's a familiarness to the ting ting of Law and Order. Yeah. It's like the soundtrack of a generation. There's something mm-hmm. comforting to it. It, it does. It's not right for me, but it. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, it's wallpaper. Mm-hmm. I yeah. guess the equivalent of. Have I exhausted that topic? No, I not at all. That I, I believe that I have. <laughs> not at all. That does make sense, but that does, like what you're saying makes perfect sense. I never thought of it in that in that way because I don't I don't have cable. I don't consume like you know I don't have ABC, NBC. I I watch like Netflix, Amazon, right. those kind of things. But when I when I go home to see my parents, like those are the shows that are on, and right. the whole lineup of the whole night. You look at like the TV, the TV, uh, DVR thing, and it's like some acronym cop show over right. and over and over. And, it's and also that's all these it is. things are why why try. Yeah, right? you know what I mean. Like this works, that worked, that worked, and I, I myself have been, uh, unfortunately, I was on a Criminal Minds spinoff uh, called Criminal Minds Suspect Behavior that was mercifully canceled after one <laughs> season. Um, and you really see behind this, as, as I suspect, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's, and the thing is, my my whole thing uh, was always like, we're here anyway. Can we not make it somewhat good? You know, yeah. what I mean? for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> And I was very disliked. Like, I was going to say, I'm sure they loved hearing that on the uh, set. Well, I, w- I, I would not to be as undiplomatic as that until forced. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. Because I, I, there came a point of too many naked teenage girls getting slaughtered that, that I feel like I don't have to yeah. be polite anymore about this. This is nonsense. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to yeah. sugarcoat this uh, anymore. But the thing is, it's all about networks hiring either the first, it's your first job mm-hmm. as a writer or you've proven that you're a journeyman writer. You don't ask questions. You don't give a shit. You just justify, justify because you've got, you've spent, too, you've covered your nut. You got to cover your nut. Yeah, your yeah. nut's too big for you. It's, yeah, it's, you've spent more than your meat. So you, yeah, you keep people in that system, and that's why people who don't uh, do well in that system have moved on to the other avenues that entertainment provides. You know what I mean? It, nobody chooses anymore to go to work for ABC, NBC, CBS as a writer. That's not your first choice. Yeah. Um, you ha- there's reasons that you are yeah. there, and hopefully you get out before you have too many bad habits yeah. or before you spend too much money. And, mm. it, and also, there's not a lot of money there really anymore, except for the elder states people. Right. And uh, they, they don't want to change it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, they yeah. really don't want to. I mean, it's working, to. so. Yeah. And, and there's an audience for it, so yeah. and, it's shrinking, and, but. Uh, theoretically. Yeah. But again, it's more about if, if they were to admit. Uh, then so many people would lose their jobs. You don't yeah. need the layers of, of, mm-hmm. of people uh, tampering. And when shows succeed, it's despite the network's best efforts. You know what I mean? It, it's it's a fluke or the you yeah. just, or there's a little Napoleon somewhere saying no. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody has to be a Napoleon to get any quality. Yeah, of right. Any kind. Yeah. All right. That's valuable insight for sure. Well, now you know. Now you, <laughs> exactly. now you know. Don't go to work for ABC or yeah. CBS unless you've got bills to pay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to throw out all those specs I was yeah. sending. <laughs> all those CSI specs. Mm-hmm. But actually, you can, if you don't mind, that's uh, what I'm saying. If you don't mind, yeah. oh, would, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a great job. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. yeah. It's a it's a nice system. You great craft service, everything. Yeah. Um, yeah. You get a parking space. That's all I'm there for. Nice building to work in. Yeah. If you don't care. Yeah. Right. Then uh, you got it made. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And some people's talent is writing to that. Uh, yeah. To that, that, that they have a talent for churning out sausage. I mean, yeah. yeah it's a formula, and and they can know. do it super fast. Yeah. And any 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 time somebody says, "Can you change that?" Yep. Yeah. I mean, they they're not sure tethered can. to it at all. 
Yeah. And there's people that have made a huge career out of doing that. Well, e- even acting wise, I mean, Mariska Hargitay, mm-hmm. like that. The word rape the doesn't long- bother her. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't bother her. <laughs> If there was a drinking game every time the word rape was said on that yeah, show, you'd there'd be, be everybody every be, episode. You'd be dead yeah. of alcohol poisoning. Uh, that, but but what a steady shocking. career that, that she yeah. had. You know, she knows the character. Yeah. She has it down. I'm sure, you know, it's not a stressful job for her. No. Now, it's probably actually, uh, if you don't care about the right. content, yeah. uh, it is probably fancy. It's a family. They've been together for years and years and yeah. years. And I know uh, when Chris Maloney was on, they, they had a great time mm-hmm. with each other. You know, they're good good friends. Ton of money, yeah. That accrues yeah. over time, yeah. Um, there was probably daycare when she had her kid. You know, what I mean, they they will make it, yeah. A very nice life for you, yeah. Uh, it, it, to to get you to stay, especially if you're a fan favorite as she is, uh, it is probably fantastic, yeah. easy. As Do you know actor, what I mean? Like absolutely. they yeah. know her that's hair the, and makeup like the... routine. They make it easy when she has children. They make you know what I mean. And it, the checks just come in. Yeah, uh, and, <laughs> and they're uh, going to keep coming in forever and, as yeah. long as that shows. And she on. knows. Yeah, that, as you said, she knows the character to a point where it's probably not not hard. But you just give her the lines right before. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I'm not I'm not criticizing her. I'm saying no. It, it would be unusual to really be working on your script. Year 18 <laughs> yeah. on a show like that. That would be unusual. Yeah. yeah. And I think it would hurt you too much to go, oh, not again. Yeah. You have to say this again. Uh, it, it's just, but that's the that's that franchise. Mm-hmm. And I think the first Law & Order was interesting. When that first came on was, was <clears throat> Jerry Orbach and Chris Knows. I loved that. Yeah. Back when they, it was just them going from place to place. There was not, you know what I mean? You, it was just very simple. And the were, victims weren't special. Right. And, and it was just, uh, <laughs> but they did have that formula of when they interrogated people, nobody really taking it seriously. And yeah. they keep doing their business, like stacking boxes, whatever they're doing. Right. The Which, bartender wiping down right. the bar while they're talking about like the a most grizzly normal murder. Thing yeah. in the world yeah. to be discussing a homicide. Yeah. yeah. That's how New Yorkers are. Oh, that's We're true. Too, yeah, yeah, right, too busy buddy. to be witnesses. Every New York actor in the world has been on Law and Order. There is yeah. not anyone. There's you, literally no, no one. There is yeah. no one that hasn't been on some permutation. <laughs> Every Broadway playbill. Uh, it's like the guaranteed credit for everybody. Oh, yeah. Every, is, my, is including myself. I, yeah. Every, so many comedians. There's so many people. John yeah. Benjamin, Todd Berry, yeah. Michael Ian Black. Like, it just, it's been around. It's an institution. Yeah. And it, and it churns through actors. You need a constant stream of actors to, yeah. to, to be on those shows. And if they live nearby, so much the better. Right. Yep. And then there's people if you, that will be recycled. Uh, character actors that will oh, play I've, totally I've different. That. They'll be a yeah. lawyer, or they'll be a victim. They'll be right, or the or the killer. Well, I, like. the killer, yeah, on yeah. SVU, one of the uh, somebody who was just like a, a character and um, may have been the guilty party. She came back as Casey Novak as right. the ADA. Yeah, yeah because yeah. it, oh, it's man. almost like a repertory company in, yeah. a certain, in a certain way. And actually, yeah. I, that's, I'm I'm glad for it for journeyman actors in New York. You know, what I mean, who are not, uh, you know, Los Angeles, right? In the movies that they are mostly in theater, or they're doing other things, and, yeah. And that's a really great, steady job yeah. for them. Yeah, I agree. Cool. You can shop from anywhere, doing pretty much anything. You might shop while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast. And however you shop, we all know and love the thrill of the hunt. But do you also know how to get the thrill of the best deals? Because Rakuten shoppers do. With Rakuten, they get the deals they love with the most savings and cash back. And you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Sephora, Nike, and even Expedia if you're looking to get some travel in. And getting cash back doesn't mean you have to miss out on sales because those can just be stacked right on top. 
It's easy to use and based on a simple idea. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares the money with you as cash back through PayPal or check. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal. Or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am thrilled to invite you to Rachel Uncensored, my podcast where I get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. From personal stories to hot-button issues, we cover it all. New episodes drop every Wednesday, so make sure you tune in on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored. Well, now's a good time to move to our topic, which is uh, asexuality. And what is it? Yeah. <laughs> How what is it? <laughs> We're going to subscribe. <laughs> you know, Hashtag. I was, Pound sign. <laughs> I, I was watching uh, actually a bunch of Law & Order SVU because I was on, I had to be on the show um, at the Bell House about uh, why Law & Order SVU should have been gay. So I was doing my homework. It isn't? Right? It seems very. Oh, I thought. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, everybody thinks Olivia Benson's gay. I mean, the pantsuits. Uh, but I'm, I'm, why, what, is that true? It's oh, a thing. I actually don't know enough. Oh, there's a it. lot of fan fiction yeah, about like Olivia within, Benson within and the, the lesbian community. Uh, she's beautiful. absolutely she's an icon. She, well, she's yeah. because we like and because of her mother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She because, gets mistaken for for a lesbian though. Like in, in real life, people always are shocked too. to see her. Yeah. And her husband. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> always too. thinks I'm gay and Jewish. Uh, to right. which I I say thank you. you yeah. Because it makes me far more interesting than an asexual atheist. Right? Gay and Jewish. It gives me texture and layers. As opposed to, <laughs> well, th- that was one thing I want to a- ask about because uh, I do know that some people mistake you to to not be straight and mm-hmm. wonder if sometimes that being uh, asexual or I actually other people in my life who I know uh, identify as asexual are also often mistaken as being gay, mm-hmm. and I think it's because of maybe the lack of thirstiness for for right. sex with men? I, well, this I was, don't know. I wasn't, I didn't always quote unquote identify. I don't even know if I do identify. I don't even know if I'm allowed to even say I'm asexual. I can tell you where I'm coming from. But yeah, I, yeah. People thought I was gay and Jewish from 85 forward. Mm-hmm. You know, go, we're going way back to when I started doing something. When, yeah. Whether it has to do with the way I look or present myself, the way I choose to Well, do, also half the women is. in stand-up at that time were gay. Oh, or or yeah. supposed to be so. Yeah. And then those that were, were hiding it. Yep. To, mm-hmm. Oddly enough, right? Yep. But uh, I think it's a, it's a, an old thing, like an old throwback, like the gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. They just must be gay, whatever. And I never took it. A, okay, that's fine. That's fine with me mm-hmm. if you if you think I am. Because what what? Why deny it? It's not like somebody saying you're you stole. Yeah, you know I mean, it's, yeah. not, it's not a accusation. Yeah. yeah. But uh, my the, the reason I say I'm asexual is it's my libido has always been. Incredibly low, just by bio, bio, this, just science, phys- physiologically, mm-hmm. biologically. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, I, I never have been particularly driven by sex uh, as an adolescent. It meant nothing to me. You know, when you're supposed to be experimenting, none, none of that never occurred to me. Nothing. I didn't lose my virginity till I was 21, and that's just because uh, I had my first boyfriend, and we got along really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did not uh, particularly care one way or the other if we were sexual. And now, and then there was a mid period where I was a heavy, heavy drinker. Uh, where I had sex a lot 
in a Pavlovian way that you do <laughs> uh, drunk. Most yeah. of it don't remember. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had boyfriends who I have had sex with because I realized that one must, uh, and I, it's not a hardship, mm-hmm. but it, 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 I could take it or leave it. And now that I'm older, I really could take it or leave it. And luckily, my boyfriend of many, many years is of a similar mind now. Mm-hmm. We are just great companions. Mm-hmm. Now, initially, I don't think he was that thrilled with it, and I have always encouraged him, I still do, to have sex with whomever he pleases, if that is his desire. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I never... I don't, it means nothing to me. Now, it doesn't mean I don't look at a man or a woman objectively mm-hmm. and see their beauty, see their appeal, uh, whether it be Michael Fassbender or um, I'm trying to think, uh, Bill, uh, Angelina Jolie. I don't know. Yeah. Just people who I can appreciate like a piece of art. Yeah. I see that they're beautiful. Then there's some, but, but what I find sexy tends to be a swarthy gentleman, like a, a Bollywood guy or a Sikh. But I see, yeah, I, see yeah. I, find, <laughs> I find them very appealing and attractive, or, or a swarthy, heavy set gentleman. Yeah. So you're I, actually Sikh sexual. Uh, <laughs> Sikh sexual, I guess. I, just, I find yeah. them to be the most beautiful, handsome. Yeah. I, whatever it is, or Bollywood stars, mm-hmm. men and women both. I, I look at them like a beautiful painting. You know, yeah. I mean, like, what beautiful, beautiful people. But when it comes to the nuts and bolts, like, if it was actually came to it like sex, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't feel the need. It just doesn't occur to me. Doesn't. Yeah. Mean it. Does that make sense? So I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Is that asexual? I don't know it what is. it is. So, well, the definition, according to the internet, oh, is <laughs> uh, the, the lack of sexual attraction to others or low or absent well, interest in a desire yeah. for sexual activity. So it doesn't have to But I am mean, attracted to others. Right, right. Or I yeah. do see their appeal, but I don't have any interest in... So, yeah, so it can be um, from... Again, people I know and, and what I've Googled, uh, yeah. it can either be like some people don't even want to date anybody. Others are like married and in yeah. uh, happy, healthy relationships. They just don't have an interest in sex. And sometimes they still have sex. Like you said, uh, you know, sometimes they're like, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't bother me um, to have sex with my boyfriend because I know it brings him pleasure. Mm. I just don't need him to worry about trying to right. do anything oh, that fancy was what on it was my for end. For a long time, it would yeah. be. I would do whatever it took to get yeah. it over because yeah. I knew that he, whatever boyfriend I was with. But I was always like, you don't have to. Yeah, I, my, yeah. my my next thought was always, how do I stop? I want out, out, yeah. out. I always yeah. felt unfree. Uh, I never could disengage enough from my mind. Mm-hmm. To, unless I was blackout drunk, I mean that's that's what I'm saying. I don't yeah. have ninety yeah. percent of that of that hypersexuality, and I only know this because where I would wake up and who with and all all yeah. the time and have no recollection of sex, but I didn't have clothes on, whatever it is, and it didn't. But that didn't bother me either. You yeah, I mean everybody seemed nice enough. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot of the, uh, a lot of the people I never there was never one bum stranger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, it, I'm, and I know that's I, I'm not saying that pridefully, but. Each person I would wake up with who I would not know their name or whatever proved themselves to be a per- I get it. I see why, uh, you know, yeah. we talk a little further. This person's like, funny I, I see or they're why, smart. I, see why I, I understand you, why we started yeah. talking. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's never been one person like, oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, but I would, I would wake up sometimes scared, sick, and sad, like, what the? Who is? I don't know that person's name. And then we'd start talking. And like I said, there was never a. a yeah, uh, a, a rogue in the bunch, but um, that was the only way I sort of could be sexual, which, which would would be that drunk. Yeah, um, and then I and wouldn't want to have sex again with them. 
You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I had no interest. Oh, in, I can identify with that. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? I was, <laughs> yeah. I don't want to talk. We're talking now. Yeah, but, yeah. But you need to leave fairly soon. Right. Like, yeah. it's, it's, t- it's yeah. 8.30 a.m. Like, yeah, you've, yeah. you've overstayed. I, it, would be, it would be great if you weren't here anymore. <laughs> yeah. but, and I don't mean that. I'm not trying to be mean, but I, I, yeah. I, I just don't have that in me. And I, and I don't know if it's, if it's mental or a, bi- or a true biological imperative or a bit of both. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think it, it's hard to know mm-hmm. one. And, um, the interesting thing with asexuality. So like the, the big long acronym LGBTQIA and, uh, there's a debate, which I don't know why, where some people say A is asexual. Some people say A is allies. I'm like, get mm-hmm. the allies out of there. Why do they need to be part of like allies? Right. I don't know. That's a weird thing to, to include, a- in include. Acronym, yeah. I think because, uh, I is intersex. Um, mm-hmm. and then also Q is up for debate, whether that's queer or questioning. I subscribe oh, I to that. It, it's I always queer. thought it was questioning. Why can't it be oh, both? I yeah, it, it could queer. be both. It could be both. Yeah. Yeah. It could be both. And then it could be, um, you know, back to, so there was a Law and Order SVU episode where Kathy Griffin plays this militant lesbian names, named, uh, Babs Duffy. Uh, cause <laughs> that's they, hilarious. they, what a they, name. 1958. Yeah. <laughs> Babs Duffy. They <laughs> ran out of names. Bob. <laughs> 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 that is the worst. That's exactly what that crazy. character is Babs before she Duffy. flicks a cigarette at you. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. That's how they wrote her basically. So, but then she, she says the acronym and, uh, I think it's like Chris Maloney is just like, what do those other letters stand for? And she's like, um, questioning and allies. And I'm like, I thought it was queer and asexual. Yeah. What is this? We missed the but newsletter. I, I don't both. know. I don't know. There's no, <laughs> I don't know. For I'm, how organized we are, there is no yeah. official stance on it. Once I started Googling it, uh-huh. but, but I guess within those letters, it, it is kind of a weird thing. Like, uh, well, I, I sympathize with like ace people who identify maybe as asexual or just like not knowing really where they fit because, you know, uh, there are a lot of straight people who are ace- asexual mm-hmm. and then like being, it doesn't have to do with like which gender or sex yeah. you prefer or anything like that. Yeah. yeah. In and a we way, put so much value on it. I think, I, I think actually in our culture, uh, and I'm speculating here, um, we are led to believe people are far more sexually active than they are uh, by movies and TV sure. and people not willing to admit how little sex in a long-term relationship they're having. It just, it, it's sort of untenable. Mm-hmm. You know, marriage is, a, uh, is an institution from the 12th century. Mm-hmm. Routinely people died by the age of 23. Great. Fine. You know, I'd throw <laughs> yeah. my hat in the ring too. Yeah. <laughs> but, now, but, now, but now people routinely live to be about a hundred. You yeah. know what I mean? And it, uh, it is difficult to maintain yeah. sex, monogamous sexual interest uh, in in a person long term. If there's uh, the day to dayness of it, mm-hmm. the emotional impact of uh, problems that crack up, and I and I I don't like uh, to to generalize, but I I think it's a female a, a more female trait. I think to carry emotionally anger. Mm-hmm. Uh, in, not no 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 not not to be more angry. If you are angry, it's harder to have sex. I don't yeah. think I said that right. Uh, I think for males, they could push through it maybe a little more. Oh, they could. I'm, get, I'm not saying they in, could yeah, do it in under not saying any every, circumstances. Every case. Yeah. I'm saying yeah. in general. Yeah. I think of course females are much more. Um, Men could be they, trapped they in an avalanche things. and still be able it, to have sex, or at least, or at least, it's case by case. I'm yeah, sure there's yeah. some men that that wouldn't. Yeah, but I think for some women, it's like no, I would like to get the. Clear the air here before we have sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but I could be wrong about that. I don't know, but I do think that 
many, many people are not as sexually active as as we are led to believe they yeah. are, or as culture. Like if you if you were to watch uh, main, mostly mainstream film TV, married people still hot for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah that's the except thing. for when the baby comes, then there's a little thing. And if it's six weeks, they're like, wait, this relationship is falling apart. Are you yeah. kidding me? Six weeks. You know what I mean? Like six weeks. Yeah. You're, and and now in this stupid rom com. You yeah. know what I mean? The relationship's falling apart because of the baby. Right, I mean? yeah. Whatever it is. Or if they're not having sex, like, it's a plot point of, it's like, plot trouble. Point. Exactly. Right. There's, there's a lot of shame, I think, that people feel for right. not having a sex drive. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Or yeah. not having sex as much as they think we're supposed to. Right. Yeah. I have a feeling uh, people... There's lots and lots of people who are not quote unquote asexual who yeah. could take it or leave it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like they yeah. got full lives or they're tired or whatever it is, or they're they got hobbies. not that attracted yeah. to their partner any longer. Yeah. Yeah. Now that that's why uh infidelity is thrilling, right? Mm-hmm. It's a it's a person you don't know. So you can project onto them. You don't have the mourning with them and mm-hmm. the yelling with the kids or yeah. seeing them on the toilet or whatever yeah. things. Like it's not better, it's just different. It's, yeah. it's, but you you think it's better yeah. until you get to know them. That's the point. You don't want to really get to know them. It's the, the buzz and the thrill is I don't know them, so I'm going to assume it's better than what I have. Yeah. But that that I, I think that's healthy if people didn't get hurt by it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If it wasn't so illicit. I think that if you took forbidden fruit off the table and you were more polyamorous, you'd have healthier relationships. I yeah, think. I think. I don't know. I mean, in theory, we we've and we've had people uh, on the show who are polyamorous, mm-hmm. uh, and in, in theory, it sounds good because that temptation is off the table. Or in theory, feelings aren't supposed to get hurt. But uh, when you're talking about women. Um, who are attracted to other women specifically, it's hard to separate emotions there mm-hmm. and, and balance all that. Yeah, I mean, um, our primary export is feelings. But yeah. so. <laughs> that, that's true, but yeah. what, what if the same thing is in play? It's a don't ask. Yeah, I don't want to know. Yeah. I don't want to yeah. know. Let's never discuss yeah. this. I've, I've definitely come to some conclusions recently about my feelings about monogamy, and I'm kind of settling into this idea that I don't think it's for me. Like, I've, that's all I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got out of a relationship, a two-year relationship, about six, seven months ago. And since then, I've just been like, okay, like this, I, I firmly don't believe I can just be only sexually active with the same person mm-hmm. forever. I feel like so you shouldn't even codify it. Either I will or won't be. Yeah. It either will happen or it won't. Yeah. But we should never put the expectation. We just started. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's perfectly natural to be, especially when you're young. To be attracted to many people. And also, another good thing about living in one of the greatest cities, the amount of people you can meet, the yeah. amount of different people you will meet that are uh, exciting to you or interesting to you. And and also, or maybe they're not that interesting. You just want to have sex with them. Yeah. And you don't want to discuss it. You want to see them again. Yeah. And I think where the pain would come in is if you f- had feelings for the person. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, where, that, but that's, then that's where the, the communication comes in. You know, if you're with someone as like a primary partner and you both agree that it's not a big deal if we mm-hmm. sleep with someone, do we want to know or do we want to know that has to be like, that has to be agreed upon mm-hmm. by both people. And then after that, you know, any one that I might meet out or something and that, and you know, that person has to know fully Mm-hmm. what the situation is. Right. Like, I'm not going to date you. you right. Well, that's what, if you don't, I mean, that's, and it's hard to do, but if the trouble will come is if that person, everybody has to be on the same page. Yeah. And if that person that you, that you have sex with or whatever you do mm-hmm. doesn't 
throws a wrench into the works. Like, said, hey, I didn't know about this, and yeah. I, I'm going to call and harass or whatever yeah. Yeah. Some, some personality types do of both genders, of every gender, of every mm-hmm. persuasion. There's always going to be a wild card in there who's going to not going to be cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even though you had the best of intentions or whatever, it just it's going to make it their business to muck up yeah. the relationship. And even though people say they agree with things. Um, right. Because everyone says yes. like, I'm cool. Yeah. And then you're and then absolutely not cool. But here's, here's another th- uh, thing. The more uh, aloof a person is or the more um, I don't want a connection, it's human nature to then want that connection, whether you wanted it or not. Does mm-hmm. that yeah. make sense? Like check oh, off. Oh, yeah. Uh, I am now attracted to that person who seems ambivalent or who seems to have a system of this is just a one-night stand. There is something in the human condition, not for everybody, that you then want to, but I want to be the one that... Right. That, yeah. You know, but if but if you were clingy, they wouldn't want to be with you. Right. It's, it's So it's a really... I'm the most attracted to people who want nothing to absolutely, do with me. Absolutely, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> of course. I did great with men in bars when I was in my early 20s yeah. because I had no interest in them. And and all my friends, like almost all of There's them were nothing way more, more attracted than, than me. your lack of interest to, yeah. a, to a person. Totally. Yeah. And if you were interested in them, it would have worked out very differently. But yeah. the, the natural lack of interest you had yeah. was the biggest aphrodisiac yep. you can offer. Got right. me a lot of free Someone. drinks. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> but because also you can be yourself. If you were if you mm-hmm. were not interested, you were comfortable in your own skin, which yeah. is incredibly appealing. Yeah. And people don't learn that until they learn that. That uh, you actually learn it when you get older. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, the more you're yourself, the more you will naturally find the right person for you. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to do that in the when you're trying to attract someone. You want to be a version of yourself or the best version of yourself or whatever it is. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you mentioned before that when you started seeing your your boyfriend that uh, it w- may have been a little bit of a an issue not being interested. Well, actually, no, in that was uh, here, or, here, here. I'll give you the time because we started okay. fooling around in the uh, early to mid nineties. This has been going on a long time. Okay, mm-hmm. and we were open. You know, it wasn't uh, monogamous. Yeah, which I think is why we've lasted as long as mm-hmm. we have. And we were both heavy, heavy drinkers. Uh, so we that wasn't in play yet. Like, I'll just do it. That wasn't in play until years later when we were monogamous and living together. Mm-hmm. So there was a, it was the old bait and switch. He didn't know that yeah. I was <laughs> yeah. going to wind up this way. Um, <laughs> and luckily, we are very good friends. You know what I mean? Like, we yeah. do love each other. We're actually closer now than we ever were Yeah, without it. And like I said, I hope he... He's allowed to have sex with whomever he wants whenever, and I hope that he does. Yeah. If he does, he's not telling me about it, but I hope that he is if he would like to. And um, he, so that didn't happen until after I got sober. Yeah. And after we'd been together a while uh, was, um, I'll just do it. Now, having said that, there was this brief period, and I think it was pure biology, where my libido kicked in somewhat. And this was in my late 30s and early 40s. And I think that was yeah. purely for my body saying, if you want to have a baby, which I never did. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, very but common. your body's like, it, yeah. it, it, last call. <laughs> it was, and that was without alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. It was without alcohol. And yeah. I sensed something was different. But it still was the thing of... Just one, just mm-hmm. you and I, and and I had a period of, you know, I I would most of them friends and stuff, and then there was a couple of regulars that just 
And Pete was not aware of it. Mm-hmm. And hopefully he won't listen to this. <laughs> but this is in the past. He's our target audience. I yeah. had sex probably. And I was living in a hotel. I was living at the Chateau Marmont, which is really great for that kind of thing. When you something about yeah, living in a yeah. hotel yeah. really <laughs> lends oh itself absolutely. to also out. You just feel like you're on vacation It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. And uh, I had sex almost every night um, with a number of people. That is, and that was sober. That, and then that passed. As, uh, you know what I mean? Once that was done, that was done. Yeah, uh, and it really was a purely physical thing. Mm-hmm. But my mind still was like, I don't, I don't want to still be with this person. I want them out. I want them. Yeah. Out. I don't want to cuddle. I don't want. Them. And still, I actually, I, I definitely don't want to take a shower with you. Yeah, I, I don't want that intimacy. I don't want that. I, I don't want. I, I don't want you here anymore. Yeah, uh, and and. Uh, you know what I mean? I would, I would like to have sex with you again. We could do that again. Mm-hmm. Not now. But like go away you know, now. But you need to yeah. go yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I find I always need to yeah. be I, by I can, myself. I can relate to that a little. Yeah. That's that's definitely a thing where you're just like, you kind of feel, okay, like this was fun. Let's and now go I can't about be free. I, I feel like I can't yeah. do my thing. I feel thwarted somehow. Even though, yeah. even if my thing is just like, I just want to lay in bed and like watch TV or scroll Twitter or something. Just like, or I, use I would the, like to use just the do bathroom. That. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, to be like, honest, I hate thing. to admit to it, but I, I do not particularly want to evacuate. And I hate this yeah. kind of vulgarity. But if we're being honest, <laughs> uh, evacuate my bowels with you here. I mean, yeah. you know what I mean, like, you got to be like, down, you got to be away. I, would like, I need yeah. to smoke. And before I go. Uh-huh. To 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 have my lower GI functions purged, I need a couple <laughs> cigarettes. Like there's a, there's a there's a routine. There's a routine. You got a whole. Thing. You don't want to be rushed. Must, yeah, that must yeah. be. Yeah. Uh, to this day. Yeah. Uh, I, there's a couple cigarettes, a little bit of perusing of the paper, some pacing around. Yep. Listen to some music. Then I can go to the bathroom. But I and with Pete, you know, my boyfriend of years and years, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. And usually he's gone to work. Whatever. We haven't. It's it's so. He doesn't get. There's nothing we can't. It's do very in harmonious. Yeah. Yeah. But in those days, with new people, there's no way. Right. I, and I'm just not comfortable with you here. I, yeah. I, I need to do what I need to do. I unfortunately am very married to my patterns, and that's not a good thing. I wish I could let go of mm-hmm. of many things that must happen in a day before I exit the apartment, and I really don't like that. And it seems I seem unable to let go of. Certain little tiny tasks and little mm-hmm. things that need to be the done. The lower GI one's important. That's yeah. a good one to well, get out of the way. Included in the yeah. that, yeah. G- that one's happening. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Happening. <laughs> that's happening no matter where we are. And, so, <laughs> and when it can't happen, it drives me mad. Like if yeah. I can yeah. get up too early and get to the airport or something, yeah, and I can't do my thing. Or if yeah. on the rare occasions I get acting jobs these days and you have to be on the set by five thirty a.m. Oh, my day is ruined. It's yeah, ruined. I'm sure. It's ruined because I I've <laughs> net, I cannot go number two, pardon me, pardon me, uh, in a, outside of my home or my hotel room. Yeah. yeah. Now I can urinate, certainly. Sure. But I cannot go number two you have a week away anywhere game. but yeah. my room. <laughs> home team only. Yeah. Home yeah. stadium. So, so it's painful. <laughs> I get yeah. it. Vacations throw my whole system it throws off. My, it ruins everything. Yeah. yeah. Not vacations, but when I travel. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, I yeah. Travel, if yeah. I have to get up too early. Yeah. Now, sometimes I will stay awake all night mm-hmm. to be able to. Oh, specifically for that reason. Yeah. To, wow. Well, okay. it, well, I go to bed late anyway, so yeah, it's, it's not yeah. that big. If you have to be up super early, you might as well not, because sometimes yeah. when you have to be somewhere at five thirty a.m. Really, you might as well not. Go might to bed. as well not go to sleep because I don't yeah. fall asleep till two, regardless. Uh, at least for yeah. me, you know what I mean? Because yeah. most of the time I don't have to be anywhere in the morning, so uh, it, it, it's it's staying awake is easier actually. Yeah. Than, and sometimes when you're on the road doing stand up, it's a different. 
different. So just stay oh, yeah. awake. That's a grind. Yeah. Stay awake. And, and it's the only way I can go to the bathroom. Comedy is so healthy for right? people. It's a, well, I've actually it, it's tried as best I can. Um, and because when I did make money in the 90s, I didn't spend anything. I, I'm okay. So I can, mm-hmm. I can fly when I want the day before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll pay for the hotel. The extra, you know what I mean? Like whatever it is. So the next morning I can wake up. Yeah. Normally and be purged before I have to do <laughs> yeah. a couple of shows that night. You know what I mean? Because there's it's just like it's just a better day for me. And yeah. also there's safety built in. I don't have to stress if I miss a plane or whatever it is, uh, I won't miss the show. I right, got in the right, night right. before. That makes sense. Yeah. So uh, I'm willing to pay for the extra because because I, I don't have children. I don't have you know I didn't spend any money when I made it. Yeah. So it's not like I'm making a lot of money now, but I'm I'm financially able to. Pay for travel. That's yeah. great. Which grandma is willing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bump myself up on a flight. I'm willing right, to right. stay an extra day in a hotel. Yeah. In a nice hotel. You know, any of these things I feel is uh, essential. Yeah. To to phys- to being physically where I would like to be. But that's not always possible. Yeah. That's a good use of money, I think. Totally. I feel that I did it. That's There's great. No, yeah, that's like great. your own comfort. Like, come on. That's yeah. Like, how long are we going to live? Like, let's just be comfortable. And when I was younger, it didn't bother me at all. You know, I started, I started doing mm-hmm. stand-up when I was 19. Yeah. And it's different then. Did that, you start I, doing it in New York or did you go out to LA? I started doing it in Rhode Island, actually. Oh, okay. I was in college yeah. at Providence College in Rhode Island. And then I moved You were to named Boston. funniest person in Rhode Island. And that was oh, for, yeah. for no Wikipedia. reason. <laughs> yeah. For no reason. That's just more of a testament to what was going on stand-up-wise in Rhode Island at the time. Yeah. Uh, that uh, I have no idea how that happened. That was stu- ridiculous. Uh, I, I do not accept that award. It was, I, it was ridiculous. But either way, I was doing uh, stand-up in Rhode because I was uh, in college, but I would drive into Boston for open mics. And then upon graduation, I moved to Boston briefly and then moved to Houston where there was tons of stage time. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know that there's like, you want a lot of stage time, there's great cities to be in other than, now New York actually is good with the outer boroughs <clears throat> stuff. L.A. is not good uh, to go when you're not ready because nobody forgets when you sucked. Yeah. Oh, you should okay. never go to Los Angeles to do stand-up until you're at least halfway decent Yeah, and can get plugged into the things that are going on or people to believe in you because nobody forgets. Right. Uh, and also, L.A. is not the city to be in if you're not fulfilled and you don't have a job. Yes. Uh, New York is fine. It's actually you can make it because there's things to do or, yeah. or ways to be. And things to fulfill you until you get your next job or whatever. In LA, it's very difficult to 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 live that way and very isolating and very isolating. Yeah. Um, but uh, there's so much stage time to be had in so many other great cities that it just doesn't make sense to go there until, unless somebody summons you and you have a secure job or mm-hmm. something like yeah. that. Yeah, that seems to be like how people that I, at least I know through the comedy and the networks seem to do. Like they they get started here. Mm-hmm. And then they get like the TV writing job in LA. Like the job yeah. pulls them there. And even that's changing. Even yeah, that's changing. Because totally. you can do it from anywhere now. Yeah. yeah. And LA really isn't the place as much as where it's happening. And like I said, there's still jobs to be had there. And that's when you should go there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When you have one. And even then, don't spend your money. You know what I mean? Because the best gift you can give yourself uh, in life, especially if you're going to pursue whatever it is you want to pursue, whatever your particular line of work that you want to pursue, save your yeah. yeah, always have enough money to say no to shit you hate. Yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, jobs that you don't that will emotionally debilitate you. Or, and that's why I think it's uh, important to really think about having children. Really think about it, unless you have a wife, quote unquote, no matter the gender. Yeah, somebody's got to be the primary caretaker while 
you pursue whatever mm-hmm. you're pursuing. Yep. And and traditionally, that's where a lot of males have benefited a great deal that the, mm-hmm. they have the, the white. Now that's changing. Mm-hmm. But when I started going back to the '80s, for the most part, most of the males that could wing it and get writing jobs and be itinerant or peripatetic, whatever, and and be on the road, they had a wife that remembered the birthdays and took mm-hmm. the kids to school. That that was the role that that. Person creating made. the home base for that person. Yes. Yeah. 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 And um, without it, uh, it's it's now it's not bad to have kids. People do it, but the thing is, is you will have to make some deals that with work wise that you don't want, and that's ninety yeah. percent of the population, right? They, they just mm-hmm. they they have to do it because they have children, or, or they have, you know things of that. Buying a house is a bad idea, even in LA. If you have a writing, just whenever money's coming in, just know that could be finite. Oh, yeah. yeah. And don't get intoxicated by, like, I'm in LA. Because you'll see people with very nice things all around you. Yeah. yeah. And it'll seem like, oh, this will lead to another. Never assume that in any line of work, but especially in, in, in entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Because everything is so temporary and so, right. like, up in the air, like, this could get canceled in two seconds. Right. And every know. job's like yeah. that. You know, yeah. there is no such thing as job security anymore. And it's certainly, and if anything, actually, entertainment's always there, right? Yeah. You just have to be lucky enough. There's, it's like there's so, so many people trying to get through that narrow funnel. If you think of it in terms of how many people want to be in entertainment. Sure. Mm-hmm. And there's a funnel this big and with a very narrow neck. Mm-hmm. You got to be lucky enough to go down that narrow neck to have uh, the cr- sustained career success. That's that's the goal, sustained. Mm-hmm. Even if it's at a low level, that, yeah, then, like tortoise in the hair kind of thing. Yeah, slow and yeah. steady. Yeah. yeah, that 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 because then there's a con. You're not you're not too big to be booted. Like the uh, unfortunately in in the '90s, I don't know how it happened, but I was so closely associated with the '90s and Gen X, which it isn't me. And then when the 90s were over, it's like I was over in a strange way. You know what I mean? Like everything stopped as fast as it started. It's almost like pigeonholed, classified, mm-hmm. move on. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, that and makes then, sense, yeah. And then I took two years off to work at Air America um, yep. in, in the early 2000s. And then it's very hard to say, hey, I'm coming back. I'm a middle-aged lady who you already thought was a one-trick pony from that other decade. <laughs> I'd like to work again, please. Right. Um, Nope, yeah. it, it doesn't work like that. But yeah. luckily, I am, you know what I mean, never spent the money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And my passion is stand-up, and I can do that anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Now, I would like to act more, and I- You're great make, at it. Oh, yeah. thank you. I'm, I'm not, but thank you. I, <laughs> no, you, you I, are. I, I you make are. lots yeah. of very low-budget movies no one will ever see. Like, there's tons of actors making movies all the time that you will never see. Yeah. It's going on all around us. And, and like, I'm talking about the kind of movies, like, can you bring some jeans from home? Um, yeah. and, and I do those all the time, actually. Yeah. And it, it can be creatively fulfilling, but some of them can be as heck as anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go to festivals sometimes. Like I have, uh, there's, there's a movie I did that's in South by Southwest Festival now. Will it ever be released? Who knows? I'm starting another film um, next week. Will anyone ever? It's one of these things where you, it's just, I'd like to keep doing it. I would like mm-hmm. to do more theater. Yeah. I would like, but I can't, I can't make people. Um, give me access to opportunity. And I don't deserve, you know, it's, it's not like I owed anything. I just, uh, I got a lot of opportunities, many of which I didn't deserve in the 90s. Um, but now I don't get many opportunities, some of which I think I deserve a shot at. Not deserve the job, you know what I mean? Just right, to right, get right. in the room to audition. I can't, Consideration, yeah. I can't, yeah. I can't do that very easily even. Because people are like, 
if now had I been less successful, I might have been able to sustain. Does that? Do you know? No, what I mean? that does. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, they, and I'm sure there's some listeners who have no idea what I'm talking about because they won't. They're too young to remember. Uh, and and it, there was in breakdowns back then in scripts you would see a Janine Garofalo type. Which yes. I'm not. I'm not saying that to sound like a dick. I'm just saying that that becomes a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I, what I mean? I remember uh, Daria was always described as uh, mm-hmm. a low-budget Janine Crawford. Which is actually, like that, was, yeah. that was not me, but they, they MTV would have me do the promos because it, it wasn't yeah. me. And then there, every once in a while, the real voiceover woman would beat me up like a, for the <laughs> promos. But that was never me. I don't think it was ever supposed to be me. But th- that's what I mean. Like It, it seems inconceivable now yeah. that there was – it was actually a type and break – you know what I mean? And that yeah. I worked – like I would be doing wrapping up one movie and doing wardrobe fitting for another. That's inconceivable now because I've been unfamous for way longer than I was ever briefly famous, moderately famous, but considered success, access to opportunity. Right, was, right. Was allowed in the room is what yeah. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I was allowed in every room to audition except for things like that, that a be- you know, an engine. I wasn't allowed for the beautiful lead. Well, I, in those movies then, it was <clears> like, <throat> it was the hot blonde girl pursued by the guy mm-hmm. and then like she had a friend. Mm-hmm. But that was, okay. that, but that whole thing, like there's so much more going on now, I think. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like, that's why those movies, it's, it's just, I'm glad things have changed because that's not They have a and good, they haven't. Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. that paradigm will never die. The, the, as long I, as you have straight, uh, right. non-interesting people writing scripts, right? And getting yeah, yeah, exactly. But there, there's. But I had access to back then the real indie film, what were real indie, but had a modest budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with more interesting things, and and there were movies that I did then that no one has seen, but that were like quality, like quality di- big directors and stuff. That now I couldn't get a meeting with. I mean, I've worked with them. I could, and I have tried, I can't, and I'm not saying poor me, this is an elective profession, but I, I'm just saying this goes to my don't spend the money. Yeah. It, yeah. It, 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 I had a hunch it was a fluke, but I never knew it would be so, so vastly. Like, I worked with this person for months and months, and, and they will not see me for an audition, for an audition to play, like, number 12 on the call sheet. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, not yeah. Even, and that's what hurts me. Yeah. Um, and, but again, nobody makes you do it. You know what I mean? You, yeah. I have chosen to, and, and B, I have no other marketable skills. I mean, I'm, I'm stuck, <laughs> kind of stuck. Yeah. But um, I don't know what actors who don't do stand-up or something do. I really don't, because you're only waiting. You're always waiting right, right. for yeah. someone to say, yes, you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so to me, it's, it's neither here nor there, because I can still pursue and enjoy what I really like to do best, which is stand-up. Yeah. I don't know what people do who, yeah, they don't have that. Uh, they, I guess fulfillment. They open restaurants. Yeah, I, I guess where they have families. You know what I mean? Exactly. They have hobbies yeah, 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 and full yeah. lives, yeah. and maybe they maybe or they not. they buy ranches. Yeah, uh, yeah, they have dog rescues. Good for them. <laughs> so this leads me into uh, because I have been uh, a fan of yours for a while and have mm-hmm. a lot of questions, and I knew we couldn't cover all this ground. Um, in one podcast episode. So I have a lightning round of questions yes, for you yes. if you're good for it. I am. All right. <laughs> Favorite city to perform stand-up in? I have a couple. So is Go for lightning? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Austin. Uh, Port- Port- Don't feel, I say lightning Aust- round. That Austin. makes it sound a lot more stressful. I yeah. just have a lot of questions. Portland, San Francisco. <laughs> Great. Uh, so many. San Francisco's a fun a- one. Uh, London. Edinburgh, yeah. Edinburgh. 
Mm-hmm. I went mm-hmm. to Edinburgh, but I didn't do comedy there, and I kind of regretted. I wanted it to be a real vacation, but yeah, oh, and what a Festival. great city! Fantastic. Yeah. It's one of the most phenomenally beautiful. I can't believe you know, and 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 in the festival you're performing in it. The twelfth, thirteenth century. You remember? I'm not mm-hmm. even exaggerating. Like, yeah. this this is a Tudor era built. This oh, is yeah. a building yeah. that has seen more history than we ever seen in this country. For it's any insane. Of the buildings. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's the most natural thing in the world for yeah. to be going into a building, either performing or or buying a coffee in a building that has been there since the Norman Conquest. Yeah, that's yeah. It's, it's, unbelievable. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah, and really. Cha- just walking around it and being amongst it is, yeah. is amazing. That's, I love it. Uh, all right, some of your favorite comedians right now. Oh my gosh. That, again, so I, 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 um, Michelle Bet I can never say Beto. Oh yeah, yeah, Michelle Beto. Uh, yeah, Beto. Uh, there's so many. I mean, uh, John Early. Um, yeah, oh, he's hilarious. Yeah, Kate Berlant. Yeah, uh, but when I, I hate giving these lists because there's so many. I right. so many. Yeah, so yeah, many. Yeah, unkind. That, that I actually so many. Yeah, that. But those are so there's just, a few who come to mind. But yeah. that those jump to mind. But there's so so many I didn't name that I think are fantastic. Yep. Uh, your biggest pet peeve in life? Sure. <laughs> when I can't evacuate my bowels. <laughs> That's a good one. Excellent. That's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your coping strategy for living in New York? Well, actually, I love it. I, I love living in New York, so I don't Me have too. a coping strategy. But uh, uh, but what I do do, uh, one of my great, one of the things I, I guess if you could say it's a hobby. I mean, I make jewelry, but uh, I like to walk really. I like to walk everywhere, and I like to walk as fast as I can, which is good for anxiety and also. I, you just have to slalom through people. They just mm-hmm. don't, and on their, it's their very, own devices. It's a very, like, necessary, you yeah. know. I feel bad for my wife when she walks with me because I'm very dodge and weave and trying oh, to, I'm, just, like, on a mission. I am on a mission, yeah. and but I enjoy it. Yeah. And yeah. I also enjoy it. That's an, another thing. This is a great walking city. Brooklyn yeah. is a great walking borough. I love it. And and any time of night, there's, I don't, I feel safe yeah, for the yeah, most too. part and stuff. It is, uh, it is my favorite thing. I come yeah. from, I'm, I'm from Nebraska, and people mm-hmm. say like, "Well, oh, you're you're moving to New York, Ugh, it's unsafe." It's I'm actually like, so much I feel safer better here. I do. Yeah. I literally feel oh, yeah. safer here than I ever did in the Midwest. There are so yeah. many other so places many yeah. that are. There's no pedestrians. Yeah. There's yeah. nobody out and about. There's no light. There's so no pedestrians. You have to be out. It's yeah. You know, you're alone. You're and that's, that's worse than anything. Yeah. 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 That so walking and so I guess my coping for both anxiety and. I don't need to cope to live in New York because I love it, but coping with poor yeah. citizenship mm-hmm. on the sidewalks yeah. is uh, I am aware and I and I am slaloming and moving as fast as I can. Yep. What's your favorite role you've ever had? Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, or one of them. I, I guess Wet Hot American Summer? Yeah. yeah. Beth, because uh, it's, it's been ongoing and it's so enjoyable each time. Yeah. I, I had hoped there would be another chapter, but they rejected. I, uh, I had... Pitched an idea called Tin Can Trailer Soldier Spy. Oh, yeah. Which is just, just for the can of yeah, vegetables. Yeah, yeah. Gene. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Gene yeah. the trailer. And, and I don't even care. It wasn't even for, for me. I just wanted. Yeah. And then I also wanted a, a can of beans, a British comedian named Matt Berry, to voice the can of beans. He's a spy. <laughs> I had the whole thing and the whole pitch. And that's what I mean. Like, I think it's, they were asking for pitches for another chapter. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I truly believe because it came from me, sort of, and because I'm not the greatest pitcher, but I had the whole thing. Uh, it, they, I think what they really wanted pitches from others in the cast of a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like a, the, does that make, so, because this was yeah. very extremely, it was just the can of vegetables, a That's, can of beans in England. 
Gene and David Hyde Pierce yeah, in, in yeah. two roles as himself and his father. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and I said, you know, the other, you want to put the other cast, because they kept saying, so where, where's Amy Poehler in this? Where's right. where's Bradley Cooper in this? Bradley like, Cooper, yeah. And I was like, mm-hmm. you can put them anywhere you want. You just asked me for an idea. I'm not even putting myself in it. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. And you're also, There's no can for you that. Also keep, yeah. You also keep talking about how you want to keep it economical and fast and mm-hmm. easy. Shoot. I broke down all of that, and I said, you want to put them in... I'm happy to do that. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that's what you were asking for. But also, I really feel like had I come at them with this is what Bradley's even – I never talked to those – I can't say that they're going to do this for them. Right. And also, it's – that the idea was for the two cans and for for David I. Pears and for Chris Maloney. Like I said, that that's the essence of it. You can throw everybody else in. That's up to them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the Netflix would like it. But I really feel like because I didn't have that – and also because I wasn't Bradley or right. or um, the eight million very famous people in it, yeah. uh, I wasn't the one pitching. Uh, does that? I, that I feel yeah. like they were less apt to go with mm-hmm. it. Um, I don't know that for sure, but that's how it felt mm-hmm. to me. What's the worst job you've ever had? And it doesn't have to be acting. I'm not asking you to call anyone. Uh, out. But it, but it, it is acting, and that, and that and I only take responsibility for it on my own. It would be, I guess, a combination of Criminal Minds and Girlfriends Guide to Divorce. Ah. Um, and only because I felt we could do better. Now that is not a, everybody else was great. That's not a. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. that known that they are all. It's not about the people. I felt that the quality of content was not where it could have been or should have been. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, they feel like the worst jobs to me because mm-hmm. I feel like God, there's so much energy and talent here. There's so many people that. And again, you're there for so many hours every day. Yeah. It's yeah. just like we're here. Because you left girlfriends. All the time. I did. Yeah. Uh, the myth is that I was fired from both Criminal Minds and Girlfriends, and that's fine if people want to think that, because nobody can be- fathom that you would leave something. Right. They, and also, the peop- the powers that be are happy to let that be out there. Yeah. Because uh, they don't want the other actors going, oh, I can leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... <clears throat> they, they no, And no one ever believes you, because it seems like you're the one lying. Mm-hmm. Because the... The story is you were fired, but uh, it, it benefits. It's like in a breakup when it, each it person says, "I us, broke up." Yeah, none of us for me to lie to you to create right, content, right? right? I, I, I could, I could only ask that you take me at my word. I, I, I asked to leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but they—that is not how networks want that scene. You cannot right have people asking to leave, <laughs> but they're ha- so happy to let someone like me go. They don't wa- like it when you say we can do better. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> and most most actors don't, and, right. or, or you're allowed to say it if you're famous. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. male, preferably. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you can say any, that's what I mean about sustain. If you're famous, I could have gotten away with anything. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but being a person that is not famous, uh, you're supposed to be lucky to be there. You know? Yeah. And I'm always pleased to have a job, but I don't feel lucky. And there's eight billion other actors who don't give a shit, right? <laughs> who, who, and they, you sh- they should be working, and they need to buy stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah. Let them do it. Yeah. 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 Um, Romy or Michelle? <laughs> uh, I uh, Actually, which one? I was Heather Mooney, but I was originally, I can't remember which, the, uh, the one, uh, the part that. Michelle is Lisa Kudrow. Okay, so I was originally Romy. Really? Uh, right, and then we did a table read through, and I was Heather Mooney, which is fine with me because I like Heather. That Mooney. Heather, that, oh yeah, she is iconic. I'm yeah. obsessed with that movie and with, that, with the your studio. Character. The studio wanted um, mm-hmm. quite rightly. It was a big studio. Uh, Mira Servino, who's an Oscar-winning mm-hmm. actress, they thought, "Let's get it on. We can. We can do it." Because she wanted to do it. Yeah. So I, I absolutely understand what 
at least they didn't fire me because that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They'll just replace an actor and they won't even be nice enough to say, but here's this. You can yeah. do this. Yeah. I was pleased and I had a, a very good time doing that. That was Justin Theroux's first movie. Yes. Yeah. He played I did, Cowboy. I did guy. not realize that was him until I watched, because I watched, I've seen that movie probably uh, uh, over a hundred times in my life, but when I was older than I realized, I was like, oh, that's that's Justin Theroux. Holy shit. Yeah. I didn't even realize. He's, he was 25. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's got that hat. Dot. You just yeah. kind of don't really think, you know, anything of it. Speaking of that movie, um, my, last Monday I went and saw the play Daddy, and uh, it's right by Jeremy O'Harris and Alan Cumming is in Alan it. Alan Cumming, yeah. yeah. And uh, I wasn't expecting the full frontal nudity. Oh, he'll, but he'll, he, he, whether you want I'm it sure or not. I'm sure he's fine with it. Yeah, you want no, it but uh, he will bring it. And to now you. that's a thing that I know <laughs> is what he wasn't Alan like Cumming that is particularly naked. <laughs> then. He, uh, you know, and actually, I, I think he's great. I love him. Yeah, At yeah. the time, he was quote unquote married to uh-huh. another actress, uh, Saffron Burroughs, who I'd done a movie in Ireland with. Yeah. They were both, uh, I guess, in Ireland or in England where they were, Scotland where they were mm-hmm. working family. Back then, it was wiser. They both felt because she's she is she is gay. Mm-hmm. He's gay. Um, they married, got married, and they. I think they felt their careers would benefit by that. Now yeah. they're both completely out now. Yeah. Right. But how I met uh, uh, that both of them, they were married. Okay. At the time, I didn't know that. Yes, I Saf- did. Saffron, Miss Saffron Burroughs, and Mr. Alan Cumming. Yeah. And he he was certainly not as uh, comfortable right being the guy from cabaret you know? yeah, 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 exactly. that, yeah 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 he he was still during Romeo and Michelle at least to the powers that be not to yeah. people in his private life uh letting uh, they they were to think that he was married oh wow yeah. okay and she was in that position I mean that too. makes sense that was you know a lot well I think also the, the, cult, the where they were coming from uh when they when they I guess when they were starting in show business, I guess in the late '80s, early '90s, in in Ireland and it's very Scotland Catholic. And in England, yeah, Catholic, yeah. I think it was very yeah. Catholic decision. Yeah, made. yeah. Um, I know it's too early to ask, but are you pulling for anyone in 2020? Um, I, aside from democracy you know, in general, <laughs> I, I'm pulling for for the electoral college to be changed and for the Republicans to stop stealing. I don't believe Republicans have won legally since. Bobby Kennedy was shot. That yeah, it's not tinfoil hat time. That is, oh, I, I, yeah. that's that's Her, absolutely true. voter suppression and gerrymandering. They and cannot win on popular yeah. vote. They cannot. and fair district. And they know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they cannot legally win. That's and, why they, they've been they putting all their effort win. into cheating. All their effort they they have to, to, to rigging it because that's the only way they, they can win. They have to. And I hate when people are like tinfoil hat time. No, first of all, it's just business. It's been going on since ancient Rome. Well documented too. It is documented. And also, if I had said that in Zimbabwe, stolen elections. Oh yeah, really. Nobody questions it, right? Yeah. In America, stolen elections. Oh, come on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? How, somehow we're exceptional. Right. That is business. It's that simple. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it is not, it is not in any, uh, until the human condition changes, that's not going to change. Mm-hmm. The, the Republicans are a, have developed into, over the last 30, 40 years, the most craven mm-hmm. group. It's blood sport. And yeah. they represent the minority, the vast, vast minority mm-hmm. of people. So they they have to steal it, but I I support in I will support twenty twenty whoever the Democratic nominee is. Yep. Yeah, me too. Um, I do love Elizabeth Warren, mm-hmm. but whatever I, I will. Yeah. I will support whoever the Democratic nominee is. Yeah. And I do not forgive those who abstained uh, because they didn't have their candidate. You know yeah. What I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I do not I do do not understand 
the uh, Hillary, the bashing that has been elevated to a philosophy. When women do it, it hurts me. I can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when women, uh, you know, you expect better. Yeah. I, I, you know yeah. I, mean? I, I guess I shouldn't, shouldn't uh, quantify the genders, but there's, uh, when you hear women bashing, Hillary into a way, and, and then when I and when I force them to articulate it, and they cannot, or when they repeat the lies about her, mm-hmm. yeah, n- that stirs my. Now that's my pet peeve. I'm gonna I'm gonna override oh, the okay. bowel evacuation. Wow, yeah, which we know yeah. is a big deal. My, so my yeah, pet, yes, it is. <laughs> but that when when Clinton bashing is elevated to a philosophy, yeah. and when people say Trump won, he did not. He didn't win. He did. He not. lost by three million fucking he, votes at least. At, at least. least, and that's why I can't stand when people are like, "What do Democrats need to do?" It's, don't ask what the Democrats need. We keep winning. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what does this country need to do? They yeah. need to stop. George W. Bush was illegally installed by the late Anthony yeah. Scalia. Yep. John Kerry won. Yeah. That's touchscreen voting and the software. I can guarantee you there's no way that John Kerry lost that election. Yeah. We have not had... Well, we've never had true democracy. We have a managed democracy, like, yeah. like most places that have alleged democracy. I understand that. That's part of the human condition, too. But uh, to not identify and call out that we have had stolen election after mm-hmm. stolen election and the ramifications of which people died, literally. Think of Iraq. Oh, Just yeah. as one example of how many hundreds and thousands of people are actually dead because of an illegal installation yeah. of a vice president and a president. Mm-hmm. And, and only so- one person went to prison for that. Oh, oh, and you know what? Yeah. The Mueller investigation goes on and on. You've seen yeah. The First 48, right? There's a show called The yeah, First 48 yeah, yeah. where they have a carcass – and the name of somebody who may or may not have seen something. Yeah. Right? Case solved. 48 yeah. hours. They, they, they get it. They, they get it done. And these people so go to jail information. for life. Yeah. Right? yeah. With no information other than the yeah. nickname of somebody who might have seen something. Yeah. And this Mueller investigation, it, it is unbelievable to me. Uh, and also the fact that this was started prior to the election. Mm-hmm. And well, and stuff is coming out now with Paul Manafort where they're figuring out his... Right, but Ukrainian this was all, bullshit. Right. 20, but all of 30 this years was known ago, like to in the Mitch 80s. McConnell yeah. and Barack oh, yeah. Obama. Yeah. And, and now Barack Obama, who has always been too conciliatory, as much as I love him, he never thought they'd st- steal it enough right. to yeah. win. But that still doesn't mean something should I think most, a and lot Mitch of smart McConnell should be in jail. Uh, Mitch McConnell yeah. should oh. be in jail. He is the worst. He, he has done yeah. more to destroy this country from the inside. I think yeah. he and Paul Ryan... And Paul Ryan, one of the worst guys. And when I saw that he was on Finding Your Roots with Louis Gates, I wanted to scream. <laughs> Louis Gates should slap his face. Yeah. Paul Ryan didn't read The Fountainhead. How dare you? Yeah. There's no way. Finished. He didn't finish. Can you imagine that? Nerd. Oh, God. I bet how insufferable would he Even have been? Even people who care about books. Yeah. He didn't finish it. You know? Is it true that you turned down the role of Gail Weathers in Scream? No, it is not true. Uh, I did. Huh. I, I'm starting I, to think Wikipedia yes. isn't the I, most reliable source of information. But I was <laughs> in the running, and I did not show up for my audition and meeting with the director, which oh. I regret now. Okay. I'm a big but screen I, I was fan, at the Aspen, so I heard that I was rumor. at the Aspen Comedy yeah. Festival, which mm-hmm. I love, and I would have had to... It's one of those things like, can you be on a plane into... And uh, I've... I don't jump through hoops except if it's British. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I will on my own dime do whatever it takes to work on a British, <laughs> British production. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Especially a British comedy of some kind with Steve Coogan or uh, yep. you know something with Armando Iannucci. I would do anything to work yeah. with him. But I, I didn't know that I wanted to be uh, – to. I love the Aspen Comedy Festival. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. But I want – I made a choice. I want to keep doing stand-up. Can, they, can I take this meeting two days from now? No. So, mm-hmm. all right. So I didn't I – didn't, and that never that doesn't mean I would have gotten the part. So yeah. it just means I, I declined to move toward action. 
towards right. trying to get the part. Ouch, my elbow. <laughs> Uh, are you aware of the conspiracy theory that Ellen Page is really your daughter? That's not a conspiracy. <laughs> it's not. It's something I'm trying she to get really going. She really is my yeah. daughter, but, she, but Ellen says that I embarrass her and she would prefer yeah. to rem- <laughs> that we keep that uh, under. I am so flattered by that. We are actually, that, <laughs> that, that, that's a, the, the comparison of her to me or when, when it happened yeah. is, is uh, a version of of roles that I play. I'm mm-hmm. nothing like what I've been stereotyped as. And then it started, unfortunately, from the Larry Sanders show, which is a wonderful, wonderful mm-hmm. show. My first acting job ever. And um, I was asked to portray a character based on a real person who worked at the Letterman show. And that's how that person behaved. And unfortunately, through a combination of the way I look and people making some, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. and me behaving that way and then not being smart enough not to keep doing roles you know, because I, I never expected to get, can you just do that that you did in Larry Sanders? Okay. I'll, I I just wasn't smart enough to think about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, it's not me. I'm very chatty. I've always been very chatty, and I feel I'm very well-mannered. And yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, and when I get the chance not to play that kind of role, it's the type of things no one ever sees. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. I mean? But that will really undo you. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Playing, I was asked to act that that way. Yeah. Yeah. It's not who I am. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's, right. But it's unfortunate that, that that's, no, that's all she does. That's why That's why I can't, you know, when you don't get access to, uh, it's like she does that thing. But yep. it's my fault for having done it so many times. But I think then that started when Juno came out a little bit because she spoke in a sort of a yeah. deadpan manner. But had. actually it's very different. You know I mean? The Juno character yeah. is very, very different. But people yeah. just kind of make these but I'm very flattered by it because I think she's a wonderful actress, and I'm I'm sorry that she's compared. To <laughs> I'm sorry for her because I'm no a way. huge I'm a huge fan of hers. Oh, I'm yeah, sure she she's great. thrilled by it. Yeah. Uh, but there's also like a physical resemblance, I think, between well, you. I, and, I guess you yeah. could say that when I was younger, but also she she, she we're both uh, short and have, but she's so small. Like I I, I tower over her. I've, I've, oh, had, wow. I've had the good fortune to meet her. Yeah, and um. She's so Just small. Just like pocket size. And yeah. she is a pocket size. And she looks like a little china doll. I, yeah. I never looked like that. You know what I, mean? like, I, I never had. Yeah, me either. All yeah. the gifts and attributes <laughs> that she has. Yeah. All right. Um, let's see. Oh, do you think you'll actually open a bead store one day? Uh, you know, I, here's the thing. I... I would like to, but I am not a, a person that wants to do all the things that need to be done to run a business. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I am contented to just be inside beads, st- like proper be- <laughs> good bead stores. Yeah. Not crappy Hobby Lobby or, mm-hmm. you know, sh- shiny round. I'm talking about like great bead stores off the beaten track. Like, and I always try and find them in each city and you just, with your with your tray and your pencil and, you know, going through it and there's great music playing. That. And then there's a wooden table in back, and you can sit down and start making the beads. And they're few and far between. You know what I mean? Like, you have to, but it's one of my favorite things to go walking in cities with no plan to look for the bead store. And you can kind of figure out by what else is around it. If there's a vegan restaurant or, oh, absolutely. Uh, or yeah. if there's, now back in the old days, what I would do is turn the radio to the left of the dial, ter- ter- terrestrial radio, 92 or below in any town I'm in. And you hear where, what they're advertising, you know what I mean? Like, because it's usually the college radio station or something. And if they'll talk about whatever business, like such and such coffee shop, it's a sponsor. And I would go try and find, this is in the old days mm-hmm. of just 
Now there isn't really that, and I'm sure people use technology, but I still, I will get maps, actual maps, and plot out where I want to walk for the day and where I think might be what I'm talking about. Like that sounds, sounds like, like a fun awesome activity. Day. I was going to say, like, <laughs> yeah. can we find the, the beach? God, can we come with you sometime a, to do that? It's a great day. It's a great yeah. day, but with yeah. no, by myself, mm-hmm. yeah. with no other distraction, nothing in my ears. And the thing is also, you find that if you don't have earbuds and if you walk all across this country, you will get into conversations all the time because you are available. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if I'm, I'm articulating that correctly, but when people see a person walking without the headset and not looking in their phone. Mm-hmm. They're apt to ask them a question about either directions or some, yeah. something, or you'll get uh, into a conversation with a person who is, let's say, between jobs and between homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I get into, I, I'm the chattiest introvert, actually, you'll ever meet. Like, you know, I don't mind being by myself all the time. But then once I get talking, it's like, and I have uh, across this country and internationally, because I'm not in my phone and I don't have earbuds, I have met so and talked to. For a long time, long periods of time, people and it's and it's a great day. Are you I an mean, airplane talker? Do you talk to the person next to you on the airplane? Oh no 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 no! Okay. I'm, I'm reading on the okay. airplane now. Yeah. I will if that person, you know, is not uh, you know because sometimes you'll get in a great conversation and then bingo, here comes the Fox News nonsense. Like, yeah, exactly. yeah, they'll say something. It doesn't like, always reveal itself right away. It's too yeah. high risk. And then you're, and yeah. you're stuck. It is a risk. Sometimes also, I'd like to, but I enjoy yeah. sitting and reading. Yeah, yeah, and or sometimes watching a, a, a movie. Yeah, uh, yeah. so so. Good but I will, I will, and I have gotten into conversations, and then sometimes they've gone awry. Because I find it difficult to, I don't want to agree to disagree. But then you're in yeah. a small place. You know, you're, you're, you're stuck. You're stuck. Yeah. yeah. So, but I do enjoy sitting and reading. So it just depends. It, it can go one way or the other. But I will not initiate mm-hmm. the the conversation on a plane. Same here. What's going to cause the apocalypse? Oh, I don't know. I think when the grid goes down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I don't know if you've seen the Ken Burns docu series, The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Ken Burns, apparently. Yes. The, there's a pandemic. It's a long documentary. It, well, it's, a, it's in multi-part. I mean, it's yeah. ongoing. It's yeah, ongoing. yeah. And that's what, you know, but oddly, I was I at, used to I was at the airport in Atlanta. I was at Hartfield, yeah. the, the big airport. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. seemed pretty spent a lot of time there. Yeah. So just stick to the airport. But that's what's going to cause, it's not going to be an apocalypse the way you're I thinking. I think it's going to be cyber yeah. terrorism. Like if another country uh, were to come oh, in it'll and be something, pull out and it'll or, be you know, something as, shut down the electric grid. Exactly. Yeah. It'll be yeah. something as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Or in Blade Runner 2049, everything, thick milky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the grid will go down. Uh, yeah. And, but also with that climate catastrophe. Mm-hmm. Now, whether we will adapt to, the, adopt, adapt to this or not, but I, I believe, Ugh. you know the Big Bang this is again mm-hmm. my my speculation. The Big Bang, what I believe that was, was us last time around. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If that make or Earth, whoever the inhabitants were of of Earth, an Earth or a livable, habitable planet, yeah. had run their course of mm-hmm. history, and either the explosion was nuclear or absolutely organic. Of times up, yeah. Uh, the and we were the next iteration. And we are and the next iteration. It takes millions and millions million years. of years. Yeah, yeah. And then it, it runs its course. And because I really believe that's what the Big Bang is. It has not, as far that's as I know, been explained mm-hmm. thus far. Maybe no. it has, and I just am not aware of not it. Not in any absolute way. But, no. And people are like, well, but what caused that? What's first cause? And, and that's why I'm, I'm an atheist. I don't believe it needs to be supernatural. If you can't explain it, you don't need to go supernatural. You can either look to science or wait for a plausible explanation. Exactly. And... Um, I, you know, 
people get very uncomfortable if you can't explain. But what it, what it, what was first? What was first caused? What caused it? I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that doesn't mean you need to think that there's a uh, some supernatural yeah. event. It could be as simple as what will probably happen to us. Yeah. At some point. nuclear war or or, or we will just simply the, it just, will just the planet run will its just course. stop. Yeah. 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 And I, and I think that that's the way... I've always thought, like, the Earth, you know, humans, we're, in, we're such a speck on the timeline yeah, of yeah. how long this planet's been here. Oh, mm-hmm. for sure. And it was fine before we were here, and it's going to be well, fine Well, it had after. its problems. The yeah, dinosaurs yeah. would disagree with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, when, but, you, when you learn about the, the timeline... The planet would eventually, mm-hmm. you know, eliminate us and then move mm-hmm. on. The timeline between, I think it's like when the Triceratops existed and when Tyrannosaurus Rex existed, like... It's like hundreds of millions yeah, of years like or something insane like that. Yeah. So like what we know is time it's, and civilization. It's, it's this. Yeah. It's literally just a blip on the and, radar. And, but it seems quite a long yeah. time because there's, you know, even just the assassination of Julius Caesar. That's forever ago. 49 mm-hmm. AD. You know what I mean? Like yeah. But in right? terms of the earth, it in, ter- is in terms of the earth, it's nothing. A time, time measure of time, two minuscule to measure. And, yeah. And that's also what bothers me about like God had to have done it. Oh my God! If you gave millions of millions of years to anybody, they'd get it together. Yeah. To, you know, yeah. To, <laughs> what do you need? You need carbon droppings and right. dust. You need cosmic dust, a body of water, yeah. and a couple of other things. And eventually, you'll have an amoeba that crawls out, and then it yeah. becomes this, that, and the other. It doesn't have to be a god. Now, if you want to have a god, that's fine. But the thing is, science is so much more interesting. It is so much more oh, yeah. interesting, and it will explain how we got here. Yeah. Uh, you if know you what just I mean? listen much to better. it, much better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one piece of advice for today's youth: save your money. Save. save your, I was. Uh, it's the same advice I would give. Yeah. If, if you are lucky enough to 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 make some extra money, mm-hmm. uh, the best thing you can do is. is and also, you're going to need cash when the grid comes. You know, yeah. Susie Orman's been saying this for years. Oh, we oh, know. We, we know about Susie yeah. Orman. Oh. She's our guiding light. I await yeah. further instruction. <laughs> Although she is wrong. She is wrong about her belief that the only thing standing between you and financial freedom is your attitude. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, there's a lot of other factors. Get, get, uh, there's yeah. so many others. <laughs> corporate malfeasance just being one unlevel. Right, point. but right. I don't like when she pushes that. But other than that, yeah. I, I absolutely uh, I feel like this. She's a font. Just save your resources. But just it's not yeah. buying. You don't need to buy a house. You don't need to. But and also, you just it, in all situations, whether it's for you or someone you care about, if you have that padding, that security of some something, whether it be for your animals, for your family, for your mm-hmm. friends, for you. You can just have it. Yeah. And I know that that's asking a lot because it's hard to save any money for lots of people. They literally right. live paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to seem like I'm an episode of Sex and the City out of touch here. I'm saying <laughs> if, if, you, if I could advise you, if you are able, mm-hmm. stay away from the avocado toast. Yeah. Really. I mean, it's just ridiculous. <laughs> right. Not- your parents are going to lose the house. Yeah. Because <laughs> you'll never pay your student loan debt. Yeah. Uh, I can relate to that. Get, yeah. It's going to yeah. get you. And also, we're going to be underwater in 12 years. Leave the debt. Leave exactly. The debt. That's yeah. how I feel. Or too. here's some advice start building gondolas. Yeah. Yeah. That is going to be an industry because yeah. <laughs> we're going to be like Venice, right? Right. So totally. Get a WeWork gondola. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a practical. That's great. You know, I thought maybe my air mattress would work, but you know how fast those things lose air. Yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's never going to, that's, that's not going to cut it. it. That's bad planning. Yeah. Uh, we actually had an episode on the apocalypse and mm-hmm. uh, our guest brought her like 
to go, go bag. bag. Well, go there, bag, there is, and it's there is pretty... wisdom to having a, a go bag. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. That, and and made me feel like a fool. I have I have <laughs> intermittently because I, I actually have was living in LA during the earthquakes, and I started a go bag thing, and then I always lose interest in it, mm-hmm. it or I'll take the cash out and use it. Yeah. Uh, take the bottled water out. But uh, we do have a go bag for our dog because uh, yeah. we do care the most about yeah. the dog. You know, we want to make sure that. But uh, and and we we do theoretically have a Pete and I that's got cash in it. Uh, if I had my way, it'd be full of Cheez-Its. Really, yeah. Cheez-Its. <laughs> that is my all-time. I'm not joking. Oh my god, my I all-time love favorite. Non-perishable. Me too. I'm obsessed and, with them. And, and actually, extra toasty is my new favorite. I never oh. thought I'd say that. But extra toasties. I didn't know there were an extra toasty. What? I got to get to the grocery store. Oh, there's so many. I had PTSD with cheese. I used to for the regular ones. I used to too. And then yeah. Cheddar Jack caught my And then the duos. Yes. Parmesan yeah. sharp yes. cheddar. I've been there. There's bacon. And now there's extra toasty, which are like burnt. Oh, I love that. Because I love things that are slightly overcooked. Yes. Like if, if someone makes cookies and they're like, oh no, yes. I burnt them. I'm like, no, that's yeah. my those favorite. Are my, too. I want those. And yeah. to- cheese yeah. it extra toasty. Okay. I now know exactly what I'm doing tonight. I babysat a kid that <laughs> ate Cheez-Its, and I would watch his fingers, like, covered in saliva, like, eating the yeah, Cheez-Its. That's that ruined I mean, it. Don't yeah. watch a kid eat anything. Yeah, don't, don't watch a kid eat anything. anything. It'll ruin it for it's you. Gross. That's my advice. <laughs> my advice to everybody. Yeah, don't right. watch kids eat. It will ruin it, it, it for the rest of your life. a mush with a certain odor. Yeah, yeah. it does. And, yeah. and now yeah. it's cute. It's yeah. much cuter when they have chocolate cake on their face. It's not yeah. cute when they defile Cheez-Its. Yeah, yeah when it's something you want to <laughs> eat. Let them have the cheese nips. I don't care about those. <laughs> give the kids the cheese nips. I'm all Cheez-Its. Me yeah. too. Never give me a cheese <laughs> yeah. nip. Never. No. It's like a Hydrox is to Oreo. Yes, it totally That's, is. It's like having a Hydrox. Absolutely. It's a bunch of bullshit. It is. I grew up on Hydrox. Yeah, and they were not, terrible, and I always felt like I was getting cheated. Did someone call social services? Uh, they should have, yeah. <laughs> that's a punishable offense. Hydrox. Yeah. So I think we've had enough of my questions. Uh, we do have a listener question as we wrap up here. Uh, and this one is on our topic today. So she asks, uh, I am asexual. I've come to terms with it for a long, long time now. Uh, I still want to have a romantic relationship, just minus the sex stuff. Recently, I've become aware of a personal uh, omnipresent attraction toward females as a 21-year-old woman. So she's known for a long, long time, and she's only 21. Uh, Good for her. her. Well, I was going to say, that's very, very young, though. Yeah. And being so young, she has the, anything could happen. Anything could happen. Yeah. Uh, I've realized this has been going on my whole life, but uh, whenever I try to research or ask how to figure out if um, I actually romantically like women or if I just think they're lovely and beautiful, but platonically, uh, all the questions are about sex and sexual attraction. Like, do you want to have sex with a woman? Do you find yourself staring at a woman's ass? What a weird question. Yeah. <laughs> how would anyone sexist, ask you that? Right? Yeah. That question is sexist, <laughs> right? Do, do women turn you on? And uh, so she says, obviously the answer for me as an ace is no, because I don't want that sexual bit of a relationship. So how do I know if I like women? Just thinking they're beautiful isn't quite enough. Um, because many straight women can think the same things. Uh I would say she's putting take give yourself a break. Um, you either will or won't find out if you're now. You can absolutely love women without wanting to be sexually active with yeah. women, but you can love. Uh, I think what she also is in love with is the idea of your best friend being. It's like mm-hmm. kissing Jessica Stein, <laughs> the movie right. kissing Jessica yeah. Stein, and then Jessica Stein realized she did not want to have sex any longer with her best friend. Yeah, and but it was killing her that they couldn't be roommates. What she wanted was the best roommate in the world. Yeah. Um, but the other roommate wanted to be sexually active. But in reality, Jessica Stein's character really didn't want 
to, to even eat. And, and actually what I related to with that is she didn't even want to do that for herself. You know what I mean? Heterosexual. Yeah. yeah. And then, cause we don't know where that movie will go in the end, but I, I think she loved the idea of two female friends who lit, do everything. It's your, mm-hmm. it's your person. Yeah. And they clicked as each other's person. And at the age of 21, that seems like a wonderful idea. And it, it, it means security. It means uh, you're not alone, all that kind of stuff. And that, But the, to get there is a very difficult thing. And I find that now I have it now. It took years to get there for Pete and I to be asexual best friends roommates. Yeah. <laughs> but it took a lot of years of having sex. And, and I did think it for every once in a while, do I like women? Is this what the thing is? And then I thought, but no, I, I don't. I, I mean, yes, I like women, but mm-hmm. no, I don't want to have sex with anyone. Yeah. yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's it, it, beyond kissing, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, the, the nuts and bolts of sexuality for both genders is not as appealing to me. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I kind of like, and the thing is Pete and I are very affectionate with each other. We, we say, I love you a lot. We touch each other a lot, but it's the actual, and, but we can be alone together for hours in that apartment, not yeah. speak for hours and we do our own thing. You know what I mean? That's the ideal. For yeah. someone like me and maybe for someone like her. Yeah. But yeah. At the age of 21, anything, as much as she believes where she's at, yeah. her body and mind may take her in a whole nother direction. Yeah. yeah. And you should never codify anything. She should be, I don't want to tell her what to do. Try being totally open. Yeah. Just don't stress yeah. out about, totally about labeling yourself. Like Pansexual, fluid, yeah. fluid. Yeah. If, if you want to know if, you're really romantically attracted to to a woman. Try it'll, dating it'll, one. It'll, it'll yeah. happen, or yeah. it'll just happen, yeah. or it'll just happen. And and but but if you think about it so much, and if you stay in your head so much, nothing's going to happen. Yeah. But it, like even the way she phrased, come to terms with it, like it's a diagnosis of right. cancer. Yeah. It's, not, yeah. to, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. yeah. And it's something that can different. change over time too. And, and that's you why know. she's got her yeah. whole life ahead of her, yeah. except for when the grid goes down and the yeah. walkers come. <laughs> Then you're going to know. Perfect. Then you're going to know when the walkers Then come. you'll be attracted to people with food and bottled water. I know. And it'll be, it'll be uh, utilitarian. Yeah. yeah. Or actually, you'll you will not worry about it anymore because who's got time? Who cares? Right. That's like on Walking Dead when they have sex. Are you kidding me? Right. It's disgusting. Yeah. Nobody's showered in weeks. It's hot. That's how I feel about Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah that's how I feel about who's any medieval thing. thing. Right? right. I know. Who's Everyone's having... so dirty. Or even in old-timey New York, Five Oof, Points New York, yeah. uh, Gangs Can in New imagine? York. Can you imagine? There was like one tub per thousand Ten, right. tenants in a building, yeah. and Saturday night was bath night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, People God. were having sex and having sex, and I, and I can't even stand it when it's ideal conditions. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let alone uh, Vikings uh, right. Right. filled with vermin. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody was clean. People were full of boils. And yeah. They stunk, and they actually had lice and nits. Everybody Everything. in, in that era from like... Game of Thrones would have been riddled. Even King Henry VIII had to have his bedchamber whacked with sticks because of the amount of let- the king of England. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Imagine richest, what like the common people the were. Common yeah. people, they, <laughs> do you know that? And this is a true fact too, which is, is gross, but I've never forgotten it. Uh, in the era, uh, and many, many Vikings were known for being even particularly dirty and also having wounds and mm-hmm. f- fighting Viking culture. They would sometimes be so full of vermin and parasites that, uh, Either immediately upon their death, <laughs> out of their ears, out of every hole in their body came. What? Uh, wow. Yeah, because they're wow. it's a dead. It's a dead in, thing. Yeah, because now their host and, is dead. The host is dead, 
Or it would be so bad in a living person uh-huh. that a few rogue uh, would just like come out would of their come ears. Would come out of their whatever. ears or hold, and it was not un- not unusual. Oh my god, that that happened. Whoa. Or that them, makes out of skin their, crawl out of their anus. Yeah, um, yeah. Because their entire life is is full of dirt and openings yeah. and wounds. And yet and in all the movies burning. made about those time periods, everyone has straight white teeth and like... <laughs> well, yeah, unless it's a serious filmmaker, yeah, right? Exactly. And then, unless it's a serious filmmaker or a serious producer, serious writers mm-hmm. who are willing to have some green teeth people. Yeah. Not all. Or usually do, at least not, do the makeup to make them. Or, or yeah. they look... Or like, that's what's great about a, like a, a... There will be blood. Nobody yeah. has makeup. They're greasy. They're mm-hmm. actually... That tells me a serious filmmaker's at work there. That mm-hmm. That's... You know it what I mean? Their hair like, is disgusting. Yeah. Or when you see, and they have the females even with gross teeth, and and they're dirty as they would be. Yeah. But very very few uh, productions will do that. Uh, they'll make some concession. Yeah. But very rarely for the lead male and female, especially if there's romantic interest. For obviously, it's disgusting. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. you don't really with- want to watch people with boils everywhere. <laughs> Who stink having sex. Right. And our regular listeners will know my gripe with Game of Thrones is that they all have, like, Brazilians. Where's oh, the pubic yeah. hair? Where's the pubic hair? And, and just like on um, uh, Walking Dead. Yeah. yeah. They have a, a shorn underarms. And, right. And it's so, so if you... And everyone has time for that. are up right. to date. It's and, like, right, except for a couple of the actors who will, you know, like, yeah. Carl grew his hair to yeah, a degree. Yeah, he did, yeah. And, 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 and then Rick, you know, he had the beard. Rick, live and, your character and he looked straight. dirty and yeah. sweaty and yeah. got skinny. And then, uh, but he never had, but, the, but, and actually, uh, fall, I call him fallout boy, uh, Mark Reedus. Yeah. Uh, Norman Reedus. Yeah. For a while. He was so jacked yeah. eating nothing. And clearly he's not in the gym anymore. Cause he wears sleeves now. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Like he has put his shirt back on. <laughs> uh, Cause he, I guess that's got a lot to maintain, but that is, how yeah. he managed to stay that jacked eating nothing basically right. and always being on the run is is sort of unbelievable, and his hair is always. But that's just, yeah. I guess, he just needs to do that. And then that redheaded guy who always had the high tight military. Oh thing. yeah, and I stopped just watching like, it for season three. Uh, uh, well, I actually don't really like the show anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I stopped watching, but I dip in every once in a while, and it makes me mad. It's yeah. like, just I do like that their clothes look dirty. I do like that sometimes they're sweaty, and sometimes the women appear not to have makeup on. Yeah, yeah. but for the most part, <laughs> let it go. The people yeah. aren't watching it. Uh, they don't care if you yeah. have underarm hair. They won't care. That audience that they yeah. had, especially in the beginning, would have followed those characters anywhere, and they could have really made a statement by we're, let the yeah, hair. Yeah, you're still watching season eight of Walking Dead. I you're don't in. know how yeah. you could be because <laughs> yeah. now it's like a, a young Brooklyn hipster. Like anybody yeah. who survives is between a certain age. Yeah. yeah, and they all have the coolest jeans, and they're all clean, and now they're more diverse. <laughs> mm-hmm. But there's no oldies. Yeah. yeah. No young, no fatties, right? You know what I mean? Like there's, yeah. uh, it's just like a very, it, it is it's, it's such a boring, it shows so beat. Yeah. That show is so beat and it's been beat for years. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I gave up after season one. Yeah. Um, I should have. <laughs> good. I feel like I made a good decision yeah, there. Yeah, totally. Yes, you did. Uh, if people want to follow Janine on social media, they can't. They uh, can't. There's a fake me tweeting and a fake, a fake Facebook me. me. I don't know why. Yeah, don't and get then, in Facebook And my sister told Janine. me on a site that used to have where I'm performing, some nice person did that for me. There's now Viagra ads. So okay. I don't know. Uh, um, but you um, do have a show um, at the Bell House, Janine Groffalo with friends. Oh, or? yeah. There's a, uh, when is that? 
It's at is that Littlefields or, or Littlefield? I wish I I wish I had credits to give you. I wish I had. <laughs> and, or if you're at South by Southwest, uh, there's a movie called Come As You Are. All right. That I'm in, and also Eugene Merman did a documentary about stand up that's at South by Southwest. Where great. I think oh, great. All the New York comedians. Oh, that's are awesome. Yeah. 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 Cool. So if you I like New York project. comedians, yep. go see Eugene Merman's documentary. Will do. And you can follow us at Diking Out on all social media. Send us your questions, dikingout at gmail.com. Uh, thank you for diking out with us. Janine, thank you so much thank for you spending so much. time with us. Having me. It's been great. I, I hope the person who asked the question didn't think I was telling them. Oh, what no, to no, do. no. They'll be fine. No, thank you for They'll send question. us a 15 paragraph email if they weren't okay with it. So yeah. we will mercifully not forward it to you. <laughs> you couldn't even you if you wanted yeah, to. There's nowhere yeah. to send it. Uh, dike out with us next week. Bye. 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 Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.